This podcast does contain spoilers, so if you're okay with that, listen on. If not, pause the podcast, go watch the movie we're about to talk about, and come on back. All right, sweet. Excuse me. Brian, uh, over here. Hey. Pardon me, pardon me. Why don't you get the popcorn? It's starting! Woo! <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Shut up. Shut up and listen to the podcast. Hey. There's a lot out there to see. This is what we watched. I do like this. And I like that it gets uh, slower and slower each time. Like slower, darker, quieter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. Scarier. More, more, (laughs) more frightening. Ah. Uh. Uh. Eek. Eek. Oh no. Ooh. Ouch. Ah. So this is what we watched. This is a movie review what podcast. We what we watched. This is for film lovers. This is for TV lovers. And this is for those who like sweeping up messes. Because the broom. Because you have brooms. For that's... You know what? I take that back. Some of yours does suck. Uh, Ouch. <laughs> I go back to Just sweeping up Ouch. brooms. Because we were talking about Quidditch. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, we were we were talking... We're talking Harry Potter. We're continuing our fantastic franchise. It's been, it's been a little break, but we're back. We had a little gap. Yep. Some award season stuff. We back. You guys are talking about poor things. Yeah. Such oh, a good conversation. Things. Go back and listen to that if you haven't. But uh, we're back with Harry Potter. We're back. Back on track. I'm Brandon. Matt's here. Hello. And Jeff. Just wave. No. Yep. <laughs> Combined, we would be a normal uh, introduction. You and I, Jeff. You would wave. I would say hello. But great. We got, we got our way. lines and one our whole, script. One whole person. One whole <laughs> opinion. <laughs> I, I will say the amount of t- times that I listened to the Last of Us opening to see if everything like worked and transitions and fade-ins and everything is like, uh, I'm Matt and Jeff. Jeff's here, waving as always. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that where it's... I don't know if that's where it started, but it's not where it have been. started. Well, it's well, that's when I started getting on episodes consistently. Yeah, yes. that's true. That is yeah. true. Yeah, yeah that's the, where Jeff was. I don't know if the waving is the longest bit or Brandon's personal just bit with uh, and Twitter people that, oh. and no uh, Twitter okay. and Zitter. Mm-hmm. He still does that. Yeah. The but bat- that was more recent, right? Like that change. I, don't I think know. waving I is definitely honestly. The longest I don't running. remember at this point. I it took well. The yours has taken on its own thing because you would mess up and just say Twitter and then correct yourself with the your personal <laughs> hilarity. And I'm just like, we are still personal keeping this hilarity. up. Still doing it. Still in it. <laughs> but the waving, I like the, the waving is better because it actually does happen sometimes. It does. Every it does. once in a while. Most of the time. I, I, I'd say yeah, like 90% of the time. I think I've waved once. I saluted once. That <laughs> salute was weird. It creeped me out. I didn't yeah, like that. I gave up on that. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. Never again. <laughs> but yeah, we're back. We're back. Um, back. So Matt, you were gone uh, the last time we did uh, Harry Potter's Fantastic Franchise episode when we talked Azkaban and Goblet of Fire. So let's catch up real quick. What were your thoughts on three and four? And if you have a rating, do you want to toss those out? Ooh, I do have ratings. I probably won't do, you know, let's probably do minimum thoughts, but I do have my props, I believe. Oh, yes. Um, that props. I wanted from them, yes. too. Um, so we'll go with the first one rating number three, mm-hmm. uh, prisoner of Azkaban. Um, I personally, I mean, we'll find out as it goes, but it's definitely one of my favorites, especially like because of where it's placed, where we come off of two that I feel like are kind of kiddish movies. And then we get the number three, which is like a dark 
kind of horror-esque. Um, I love the director, but um, mm-hmm. and it's got a weird story. You know, you kind of they sacrifice the first and second act for a third act that's like a fake third act, which is in reality the second act. Mm-hmm. Whenever you watch the th- actual third act, and I like the we get the Dementors. I think that the, this is the best the Dementors look mm-hmm. of. I feel like even in one of the ones, ones one of the later ones he's got hands which is the weirdest thing i don't know why when he picked up harry in the tunnel i was like mm-hmm. I don't, well so they had i don't hands. think of them as having hands they have hands because like even in the they just, like, they're like skeletony hands and stuff right yes the thing right. that bugged me the most was that they took away their hoods and put like this wrapped like oh, facial yes. thing yep. into yeah. them, like later in these fourth and fifth movies yep. or yep. fifth and sixth sorry because yep. they have faces but like you're not supposed to ever see their faces right yeah or Something like that. So we, I guess that's I why they elected the books, to go with yeah. the wrapped up like mummy look. Yeah, but I don't know. I just like the hooded like falls off into darkness kind of look better than like the like basically a I don't know. They were wrapped like a sack of potatoes or something with, <laughs> with a hole where their mouth is. It yes. was, it was yeah. weird. It, it was weird. Like I don't know. Potatoes. I, <laughs> like, I don't know any other reference. Like, agree with that. You know, the way that that looks like really good that I wish they would have chosen for the Dementor aesthetic is in Order of the Phoenix when we're pushing into that. Uh, or is it Order of the Phoenix or is it? I don't know. When we're pushing in to, to where, when the caretaker goes into like that old abandoned house and the, the human gets killed by Voldemort mm-hmm. uh, right before that cemetery right the the tombstone goblet of fire was a goblet of fire okay because that's where they end up uh where voldemort yes that's right okay cool so that one yeah the way that 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 tombstone like looked and like just you know the i guess devilish Mm -hmm. hooded figure Mm -hmm. yeah it was wasn't it like death around that uh basically yeah yeah that's the where they take harry when he's transport anyways we'll get to that um (laughs) Maybe. But uh, so my grading for number three is a nine, which is nine? significantly Ooh, higher ten. than Ooh. most of you. Uh, Luke and Nala are correct in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they're correct in the first one, but to each their own. Um, so yeah, I went with a nine. a nine. I just it's I like I like Remus. I like yeah. I, I just I I like everything about that. And then um, for four Goblet of Fire, um, ju- I, I think. You know, things get compared to the other movie because we were watching these in batches of two. Mm-hmm. So it tends to get um, compared to the other one. And I just love the other one so much. Mm-hmm. And then this one bounces back to kind of, you know, high school musical. Like, yes, there's a competition, but I don't, you know, I hate how the competition is structured. And uh, honestly, I, I'm try- I try not to, but it it's hard for me to separate it. I feel like four, they took the most out of from the books out of it. As at like they cut out so many storylines mm-hmm. that I would have liked to seen, so it mm. it kind of annoys me too for that in that movie. Yeah, but still fun. I liked. Uh, I did like a lot of like the little high school quirks and things that were going on. Like one of my favorites. I mean, it's higher yeah. than the first two, so it's like you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think they do. The sets are amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, everything. That what, uh, you didn't mention what prop? Oh, the props from third and fourth. So from the third, I think. Um, these are the list because mm-hmm. we might have a have to have a discussion about what is a prop. Okay. Because if it's a if it's a real thing that they built, I think did they build a buckbee at any point? A like buck-bee? a real life buckbee standing somewhere? It felt very digital to me. No, it was definitely digital. Uh, at no point they had they built one and stood it in the back. Nope, that was digital the entire time. Yep. Yeah, and it, I, I it didn't seem like a practical. Anyways, there's a weird rock snake thing a rock in snake Hagrid's thing. hut. When they go visit him for the fake third act, 
in the okay. corner and he throws i forgot some food to it mm-hmm. and uh-huh. then it catches it oh the graboid I want, I want that. It really, it looks like a graboid. Really I was so like hoping that. that we were gonna, that was gonna get brought up, and I was like, we gotta oh, move on. I can't, I, I can't bring up the graboid. Oh, I do remember yeah, that. Right? Yes. Yeah, there's like three little heads coming out or whatever. Yeah. It does definitely look like um, the obvious one, the map, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yes, yep, that one's yes. pretty obvious. Of and then, um, uh, yeah, but I think I would go with my the one I would want would be the graboid that's in like the corner. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. The creature okay. I think would the be creature. fucking amazing because we don't know exactly what it is and it could do. Marvelous uh, things. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just want it. It looked cool. <laughs> yeah, I just want it because it looked cool. The two I ended up, cool. I think, going with was like either the Marauder's Map or the Time Turner. Uh, time Turner. Uh, time Turner is great. Yeah, what about what about from four? Because my my pick from Goblet of Fire was the little dragon figurines. Um, <laughs> figurines. The, the li- so he, this was a discussion. The real um, creatures. The, the live mini versions of them that they pulled out of the bag to yeah. show them which dragon they got. The well, that's CG also. So. Um, <laughs> Uh, so obviously you can't do that. The uh, uh, that'd be cool if it was actually like a little tiny figurine, but that's I mean that's. Um, I said hey, I, I said I take the non-animated one. I want the animated one for sure, but I take I take a, a good replica mm-hmm. over I think, nothing. I feel like the obvious one is the chalice, the the the, the actual the goblet. Trophy? Yes. Yeah. Oh, the, I think the that's actual a, goblet. Fire. That's like an obvious one that. Oh, that's like as big as like a grandfather clock. Yeah, it'd be gangster. I'd love it. I'd love it. <laughs> um, some weird ones that I kind of want was, I mean, the egg was cool. The, egg the golden was egg was mine. cool. Yep. Um, uh, <laughs> the the all the faucets that are in the prefix bathroom. Uh, okay, I think I that was... would be so fucking cool. <laughs> they made it right. That's yeah, a prop. That's I will rip that shit out. <laughs> Put that entire thing in my room. Also, that's a group. That's a group bath, right? They're meant. I a, believe so. It's gigantic. So I a bunch of people so. bathe together. Yes, okay. that's just making sure. Only if you're sure. prefect. I, all the prefects. <laughs> I apologize. All exactly. The Another like kind of I feel like fairly obvious would be Mad Eyes Kane or his little eye patch. Okay. And I know the eye I'm sure is fake yeah. or whatever, but even if it's just the eye patch without an eye, you in want it, the eye so, patch. Well, so that's the thing. I think it was Luke that brought up that the eye as well. He wanted I was the like, eye. do you need to lose the eye in order to wear that thing? Cause there's already an would, eye in it. Yes. I said, well, yes. so hypo- <laughs> that's what, yeah, that was our hypothetically. Consensus. I could see that going over your eye and making your eye magical. I could see that. I don't think that's what happened with him. Cause he references the dude. One of the ones he caught was like, Oh, and he went down without a fight. He didn't go down with a fight. Right. And took a piece of me, which I right. assume he references. Well, also when eye, um, I Crouch Jr. Was changing back into himself. That thing David rolled, fell oh. off. And then like his eye was missing and then it popped back in. Oh, I think. True. Correct. So I think yeah. you lose your eye in order to wear that artificial eye. Yep. That's what and I then the, with. and then the eye patch is just, just an eye patch. Funsies. The magic patch. It's not holding his eye in. Yeah, it is. I think there's like some sort of gyroscopic scopic eye thing and then it's like robotic and he can do all this cool Anyways, thing. so then <laughs> uh, I have, it's still not my one that I would pick. Uh, my The one that I would pick is a weird one, but also, again, like we talked about, uh-huh. is a prop, just a physical thing that they made, right? Yeah. I, you can't tell me they didn't make a tiny Voldemort before he got, when, <laughs> yeah, the when little, they, yes, when yeah, they put little, him in there. Little baby Valdi. Right? Well, there's literally that shot it, where right? they drop him into the culture and yep. then they overlaid his voice. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> Brother. So uh, one of my props is I want a Vol- I want Voila, Vol- cinema. I want a tiny little Voldemort. Set it next to the baby squid from Men in Black. And- Absolutely. <laughs> I love it. They might be the same thing, frankly. But, uh, but the one I think would like <laughs> is the 
flower that Hagrid wears when they go to see the dragons. <laughs> I'm not sure why. I loved it. And I really, I really want like, that like sitting in a vase somewhere. Almost like a sunflower, but not quite. Yeah, right? yeah. That's a good and it's one. It's gigantic, too. Did you, you combed your hair. So? <laughs> they, cut, they cut out that whole storyline, too. I know. Where it's like he, they never met, they refuse to mention he's half giant. Mm-hmm. They cut out his whole love story and. Um, her shaming him and him being more comfortable with himself and not being ashamed. Mm-hmm. And oh, there was another thing that they fucking cut out. Yeah, but she was she was thirsty for him. She wanted Hagrid <laughs> yeah, badly. Yeah, I mean in the in the movie, yes, <laughs> yes, in the, yes, in the, in the movie, movie absolutely. In the book, she shames him. She's definitely part giant. Oh, how dare and, you! And since Azkaban, that's part of my issue with all of the movies. Like, especially when we get to Order of the Phoenix. Like, you have to know so much source material to understand what the fuck is happening and understand the interpersonal relationships and, like, all of, like, the quick lines or moments or characters, like, that are just not explained at all. Yes, what it's one thing, like, with the Half-Blood Prince, it relies on the Order of the Phoenix and, and the, the first four, like, movies. But I feel like the Half-Blood Prince at least can stand out and stand alone on its own. Whereas the order of the Phoenix, like I, it, it doesn't introduce anybody. Like I don't care about anything that's happening. Like things are just mentioned or in the background. And there's a whole lot of storylines that I don't. It's interesting because I have such an opposite reaction to, Oh, there's so much source material going into it. I love it because there's so much history. It's not just this movie that I'm watching. I'm watching this movie and I, all of the history that builds up to it. And one thing happens and I go, Oh my God, I love that because I remember that from far away. And I agree with you. If somebody just picks up and starts watching that, they probably wouldn't enjoy it as much. That's not me. Sure. I watched everything. It's made, it's Mm -hmm. made for the fan. And that's, it's very fan servicey mm -hmm. in the, in that kind of way. And I don't detract it for, for, that quality but i don't like how much it's still order of the phoenix still relies on you knowing having read the book and having going oh there's so much they did cut out and oh my god you know if if you know this uh, about hermione that you know then this scene makes a, a bigger deal and like it's just it's all hidden and it doesn't have enough of its own content well see coming from the standpoint that i haven't read the books in several years mm-hmm. and there's not a point where i feel like Personally, I was missing something from the story. I feel like they hit all the points I needed to know for the storyline from the movie. I but, think he's also like referencing said, the movie. But like so. you said, like there's maybe yeah, like maybe there's little personality traits that like um if you know some backstory more mm-hmm. backstory about those characters, um things make more sense. Mm-hmm. But well, I mean, like yeah, even, I don't know. Nothing occurs to me that I was like confused about or oh, anything like, about for the me. Movie. Like even even the opening, like with um Dudley and his and his gang of friends, like. Mm-hmm. That's barely even like that's there for twelve seconds or something. Yeah, like, but like, I don't that, need to know who those guys I, are. That's what that's my thing is like. I would rather have a better movie for me mm-hmm. than worrying about people that are just picking up this series in the middle of it. Yeah, because they're like, oh, or sweet. even even basically what I get is, oh, that's Dudley and his goons. Yeah. Like, I don't need to know. Like, we don't. I don't think. I, I don't know. They're all dicks. I would <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. But then, like, they're they're you know they're in the books more, so you get more of like why. Sure. I don't know, not necessarily who they are, but why they're, you know, now going to come find Harry in this abandoned park. Like, you just get a little bit more sense of it. Mm -hmm. And then same with Mrs. Fig. And I'm talking, uh, I totally forgot my train of thought. Like, Mrs. Fig as well, 
is kind of hinted at in the book going, oh, she's a neighbor. Oh, she's been watching me. Oh, she's mm-hmm. giving me these kind of creepy vibes. Why is she? And then all of a sudden in the movie, like she just happens to walk mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. through the tunnel. Like it just comes out of nowhere. Yes, Matt. You, sir. Are you so you're just are you specifically annoyed about the information from the books that makes it better or other movies also? The information from the books because okay, so not the other movies. Correct. You're fine with the movies building up to this. Yes, at and this, things at this being point explained into the absolutely, absolutely, okay. and that's one thing mm. where I was going to say there's definitely a big line with that. That's absolutely, what I want to you're 100 sure. right. And if and if uh, Order of the Phoenix relied only on the information given through the movies, that's one thing. But to to pick it up and and see it as as a singular movie, that's you know, of course, if you if you haven't seen the the first four, you're lost. But if if you've seen the first four and then you watch Order of the Phoenix and you're still lost because you didn't read the books and didn't re- reread them three or four times and really know all of these characters and what's going to happen, like there's just there's there's too many moving pieces. That's my problem with Order of the Phoenix is there's too many little moving pieces that aren't tied up or aren't explained or aren't introduced like at all. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say for me because like I uh, the example I just occurred to me in my head was if you didn't see Prisoner of Azkaban, Azkaban or Goblet of Fire, you don't know who Sirius Black is. So then going into Order of the Phoenix, you kind of just show up at this place and Sirius Black is there. But it, from looking just at Order of the Phoenix, you understand that Harry has this relationship with Sirius. They establish that he's his godfather uh, and that he was friends with his parents. Like Doing that in like such a, a subtle amount is enough for me to get understand their relationship. Okay. Despite not knowing their backstory, even though I, you know, I do. I've seen the other movies and um, at some point did read the books. But, <laughs> 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 but yeah, I don't know. It, it works for the movie itself because I'm very much more so involved with the details of the movies. It works for me. Like like the uh, posse that comes and rescues Harry, right? Like you you get moody, mm-hmm. uh, but yep. then who are the other people? Right, and they See, they come back to play a pivotal mm-hmm. role mm-hmm. later in the movie, but then also in in Half Blood Prince and in both of the Deathly Hollows movies. Like they, we don't know who the hell they are. So why why do I care about them? Why are they even there? Like those characters shouldn't need to be there if you're cutting out everything else i mean i feel like we also have a different like at least i have a different mindset of you is i what makes a world deeper to me and more real is not everything being explained okay there are things that i'm just like oh i wonder what that is that's because it's part of the universe i mean like you know everything's not neatly tight of like i'm not going to show you anything unless i've given you full explanation of why this is here what this is going to do and all that stuff so it's like things that aren't necessarily explained Mm -hmm. that aren't like i personally don't think i know you might say are massive to the plot line Mm -hmm. i don't think that's massive to plot line i don't think i can i feel like i can watch this and know nothing about them and it won't change anything other than i just don't know who they are which i'm not upset by like i Mm -hmm. can be okay with that like oh this is so sweet there's other wizards that are like a group i would love to know about that's so interesting and we move on because it's like we got a main storyline going. the way it plays off to me now that more the more we keep talking about it is it just plays off like kind of how real life feels to me Uh, we're following harry we're seeing his perspective we see people come and go and their relationships and their backgrounds change as they come back Mm -hmm. into our lives and that doesn't necessarily bother me, but with the conversations that do occur and the scenes that keep happening, we learn more and more about them. Mm-hmm. Like in the sixth movie, you find out that um, Lupin is with, um, I'm forgetting her Joe name. Tonks. 
yes like she's <laughs> close everyone's nailing it <laughs> but in the uh in order of the phoenix they're not together but then by the time the sixth movie rolls around we are familiar with these characters we've seen them before oh they're together now but they they you understand that relationship just based off a very quick interaction between the two of them and i'm i'm okay with that okay um but okay. like but like you're saying i do appreciate out of the books when you do hear more backstory like we've talked about in other episodes i do like that quentin Tar- tarantino does have these uh very definitive backstories about his characters but at the same time sometimes you don't need to know every single for me i don't need to know every single detail about them for it to feel like it's a complete story for the character or mm-hmm. characters we are following and and i do agree with you there and and I guess my argument makes it fe- sound like, oh, no, I need to know every single thing <laughs> well, from the movie. M- multiple other arguments in the past also, Brandon. But, <laughs> but it's not it's not that it's it's there's not enough information. I didn't feel like there was enough information. How is that different? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, because, because they're, you know, they don't have to tell me everything, but they haven't told me enough. E- exactly. That's exactly it is. I don't need to know 100 percent. But if I mm-hmm. only know 10 percent, then yeah. but I don't think, you know, I don't think that's only 10 percent. OK. We, okay. What your definition of ten percent, I think, is different than I. I feel like we know ninety percent ish, and it's like, yeah, we don't really know exactly who they are. You yeah. know, whatever. But I am also the type of viewer that's, uh, uh, particularly for movies and stuff like that, I sometimes like being a left a little bit to things being left open to interpretation. Me putting the pieces together as they come by. Because then it also opens up, leaves open room for rewatchability. Yep. I'll rewatch stuff, and you catch those little details, and you're like, "Oh shit, that's kind of cool. I didn't mm-hmm. realize that about them before." Mm-hmm. Um, I, as a viewer, that's how I do enjoy those kind of things sometimes. Yeah, that's I I I, pers- I agree. Uh, that's how I watch it, and it's like I get I get there is missing information, yes. and like it'd be one thing when we're talking about everything leads up to the movie, and they don't give you information, and. If there is, ooh, oh. if there is <laughs> uh, um, something that is standalone and they still don't give you information, that feels mm-hmm. also kind of different to me. But well, that, either way, I'm that's just, how I just felt like it was is is, mm-hmm. is exactly what you said, and I also agree. Like I like I well, like beginning uh, to put pieces, you know, the puzzle pieces together. Mm-hmm. It's just as when there aren't enough puzzle pieces to make the puzzle, that's what kind of irritates. So me. So like, let's real quick, let's try to do it quick because I you you mentioned one of your examples is Dudley and his friends. Sure, and. But you're okay that we had a build up and we know who Dudley is. We've seen the other movies. We know who Harry is. Mm-hmm. We know that the, you know, their, um, their, uh, conflict and everything like that's completely explained, mm-hmm. but you just don't like that. They didn't tell you who the friends were and give that like backstory on the friends, like going that extra, like 15 seconds to establish who they are. Yeah, kind I of mean, thing. It, maybe it was it, like more to me of that like, I don't, I don't even want them to, I prefer them not to try and they just that. didn't feel necessary to me. Like if they were so minimal, like so minimal, I feel like you could have just had Dudley himself See, or Dudley like, and one other friend. And I like, don't know. I feel like the whole posse isolates him though to me. Like, like he's being ganged up. That's on. what I think. That's what I yeah. think they would do that. If it was just one, I feel like that like takes that away. But also I do like the fact in that scene in particular, when Harry walks up with his wand and points it at his neck, uh, Dudley's neck, mm. all and, the friends yeah. are laughing yep. like it's a joke. I love the juxtaposition I loved of that part. That was Dudley, Dudley was scared as shit, but they right. were all like, Ooh, a stick. Yes. Like I thought yeah, that they, was cool. Like, they have no idea. It's exactly. Like, that kind of moment. I really enjoy getting to see. I, I don't know. I, I guess I but, just would have liked a little bit more, with them and not necessarily like oh this is my you know these are my five friends and we're all going around and bullying everybody like i i would hate absolutely hate that kind of exposition dump but i guess i would have liked to have seen them you know doom actually doing more 
and like you know, bullying other kids and like, oh, okay, cool. Dudley is leading this group of delinquents and, mm-hmm. you know, being able to see a little bit more uh, of an insight to that character instead of just this one, you know, tiny dump of a scene and then you know, we whisk Harry away. Yeah. I don't know. It's not, it, to me, I'd rather use my, use the limited time that the movie has to do yeah. other stuff. On, I personally. On the other side of that, how do you guys feel about the fact that I think it's from the fourth movie, you see Dumbledore's wand and it is the Elder Wand? I was, I, yes, like, I that's do want to know. They don't touch upon the entire time until Deathly Hollows. Right. But I love seeing it. And I'm like, but it's a detail. Now, mm. see, that's a detail that I love catching going. And, and I had that thought when watching Goblet of Fire is, oh, I wonder if, like, that was. What inspired what? Did the book inspire mm. the wand design or right. did the wand design like just happen like, oh, this seems like a cool like bubbly thing. she didn't that... have the books done by the time right, the movie was exactly. rolling out. So it's so. like it kind of goes hand in well, hand. And we, I mean, it's a discussion of what she had planned out sure. necessarily. Yeah. Also true. Who knows? But that's one of those details that they didn't explain any backstory about the entire time. But I love watching back the movies and being like, that's the same fucking one. Mm. That is the elder yes. one like this entire time. That but one thing. Sometimes I feel like that doesn't need to be explained. Like exactly, if you yeah. explain it at the time. But I mean, that's different. Never mind. That's different. That's, that's on the like other side. That's, that's, a, that's, a, other that's side. not even. <laughs> yeah, no, see, I totally agree with Jeff. Is, is those little things like, oh my God, those are like almost Easter eggs that you can Jeff. kind of. What's that? I also agree. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> whoa, man. Yay. Just this time. Calm down. Just this <laughs> Every time. time from here okay. on forward. <laughs> <laughs> so one thing I wanted to ask you guys uh, your opinion about uh, having limited information is when Arthur and Harry are in the phone booth. Mm-hmm. And uh, Arthur uh, says his line is, um, I'll just get my muggle money for this. <laughs> so does that mean that hypothetically any muggle could stumble into the Ministry of Magic? Well, I just think it's funny oh, that yeah, he has to pay to get okay, in. Cool. Okay, cool. Well, <laughs> yeah, I know. I know it's messy. Well, but it, nobody it, does it. <laughs> right, right. He only had to do it because he had Harry. Yeah. 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 Uh, just that is I know. But yeah, scene. I would assume hypothetically good but they they talk about the muggles being so stupid yeah it's so <laughs> even, oblivious even when they take take harry away and their information and stuff they are literally flying around boats <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah what are you yeah. doing flying right next oh, we to them don't think they saw that um yeah. no they pretend the muggles are fucking blind uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> i'm like guys which is an interesting again then then you see in in the start of of uh, half-blood prince right the, one of the opening scenes is a bunch of business people like looking out at dark clouds as if nobody has ever seen a storm come I know. in I know. well <laughs> like, oh my god this is insane well i don't know even if i saw a storm come in and it looked like that i might still stop and be like that looks fucking <laughs> cool right not everybody maybe stops but i'd yeah, be right. standing at the window I mean, yeah to be fair i would have been fired by that living but. in colorado and seeing a storm over the mountains i'm like hmm i wonder what that's gonna do <laughs> is that coming to a denver or yeah, right. yeah yeah and he's got he's got a uh harry's got the fucking uh uh the paper with all the moving pictures right. in the public just eating at a <laughs> I know. station could have sworn the girl I that comes over pictures. yeah exactly could have sworn i saw something if he's like, like we, don't, we don't care about this anymore it is and interesting got so mad when they flew the kit the car right they're like, oh, oh they, they would have been they seen. did and they and they almost expelled <laughs> harry for using a patronus charm however uh-huh. right their argument well, was using a patronus uh in the charm, presence of a muggle presence of a, of a muggle 
as if that muggle doesn't know that magic exists. Right. So because I'm I'm assuming that Hermione can use magic around her parents, mm. like little bits here and there. She's like, I'm, I'm practicing magic, parents. Close your eyes. Close <laughs> right? Practice magic. Right? The, Go the, to work, dentist. The owl dumping off her. She's not her... practicing magic because she can't. She's underage. Uh, she's oh. A, oh, okay. But right, the owl dumps off the letter, right? You know? Yep. Mm. All of these other, they are in Diagon Alley, right? Mm. They're there in the in the Wizarding World. So, or is it is it that certain Muggles that you're okay to use magic around, or know. is it like see, there's those, so. those kind of little plot so. holes I mean, bugging shit out of me throughout the whole thing. I mean, there's plot holes everywhere. Phoenix. I know, I know. That <laughs> the, kind of just the one that they go to the the World Cup and the tent is so much bigger. Mm-hmm. Why does anyone have a tiny house in the Wizard World? What are right? you talking about? <laughs> How is this not like everything? Right. The Liquid Luck is a massive plot. Uh, is a plot hole. Because mm-hmm. why aren't you just? Why doesn't somebody just drink it twenty four seven? Because it's, it's hard to make, okay, hard to make, yeah, hard no. to acquire. Okay, okay, sure. that's fine. So the first batch you finally do takes you a year. Sure, sure. sweet. I drink the first batch. You know what I'm doing? Wallet, and I'm just <laughs> magic. Yes, I am. Jeff. <laughs> and now my problem, my everything's solved because I get so lucky that I just make another batch and I make two batches. So I drink right. one batch. Oh, it's three. I got lucky. I poured the wrong greens and now I've got 10 batches. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> and I just How do you live... know it's not like alcohol and you go through withdrawals after drinking hey, so much? Because and... they didn't explain it to Brandon. Okay? <laughs> so he didn't say, all right, this is liquid luck. Here we go. Everybody sit down for the hour. That Definitely is, one of no, the no, lovely hollows. No, no, this that is, is what happens if you do too much. This is what happens. If... That is true because, <laughs> because with the love potion, right, Ron's on this high, right, and then he crashes really hard. He was and, drunk. And yeah. he, needs... he was drunk off placebo effect he quite literally needs a pick me up right and slughorn does say no, oh that was the a, love potion yes the love yeah. potion. so yes i would no i'm kidding i'm totally fucking um, i like i love i really enjoyed ron being drunk like love drunk yeah he was that was drunk, good but i love harry's being high way better oh <laughs> i i feel like I that was because of pincers. <laughs> yeah. that entire scene it cracks me fantastic. i legitimately feel like that was Daniel Radcliffe like just being himself? Like mm-hmm. I don't think he was acting in that moment. Like that was just him oh, yeah. because he was so like self-aware. Like, sir, yeah, like, he was so sarcastic and kind of just like I love, then I love come him with me by all means. <laughs> yeah, like, come along. <laughs> I just love the way he says it too. I know, yes, right? it's hilarious. I they went to Aragog, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Aragog really shrunk. He did. <laughs> yeah, he sure. Was I think he? that every single time. Yes. <laughs> Gigantic half, last time we saw maybe him. Maybe yeah. half the size that he was ah, in, dude, in I Chamber think of Secrets. Way more maybe than he wasn't eating towards the end. I don't know. <laughs> I, I hope that's what it was. <laughs> Clearly. That's so weird. Yeah, that was not yeah. as big. I laughed. Uh, I, I did like the the comedy that was in uh, Half-Blood Prince. Yes. Yes. I actually really liked it. Like comedy break, was different. Him breaking. It felt very like Wes Anderson kind of. Kind mm-hmm. of. Um, they did a lot of like, um, you know, head-on shots where damn near they're looking at the camera yeah. when he's doing a bunch of stuff a lot of comedy broke yeah. off the the, the the fang or something yeah. or one of my favorites was when they <laughs> just when, put it uh, back down. Uh, Professor Slughorn tells them to go get a book and they open it up and there's yeah. one shitty book and yeah, one nice book. Fighting. And then they the fight. <laughs> yeah. This felt so While Hermione's like, like saying some shit in the yeah, background. Dude. It was so funny. This, absolutely. This felt like the most real mm-hmm. um, Half-Blood Prince. It was the most real to me Every any movie so far has. Even beyond, like, their fighting, they felt like best friends. Like, mm-hmm. Ron they and really Harry did. actually felt like best friends. Yeah. Before it was like, yeah, they're really good friends and stuff, but it's like movie friends. And then here, uh-huh. yes, dude, when, you know, in the train, when they're taking the train back during, like, the um, 
the Christmas, holidays. Yeah, mm-hmm. holiday break or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Lavender comes up and does the like the, the air heart. makes the heart and everything. Yeah. And then Harry is sitting there and just <laughs> playing like the armrest to just be like, he's like, I have not got to do something. God, it I was so it. funny. And then afterwards, he's like. So how's that going? <laughs> God, I thought there were guests. The comedy and the... And the way, I, like, Ron, like, sits down in Harry's bed, like, right next to him. Yes, like that. yeah. You're right. That is that is definitely, one, like, one. the comedy works so well. And uh, and something I found interesting was, was the comedy works so well, but then it also, like, pivots on a dime to, like, this tragedy or this horror or sure. this, yep. right? Like, this thriller. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we're laughing about Ron being drunk and, you know, love drunk. And then, okay, cool. And then all of a sudden, boom. Like, yeah. he's almost about to die. Like, like it just shifts. Yep. Looks. Yep. And seamlessly. Oh, another, uh, I, I feel like I, I noticed a couple, like, really deep cuts. Um, I don't know. So the the thing that Harry saves Ron with mm-hmm. is a Beazle. Yes. So, yeah. That is, isn't that, I believe that's one of the things that Snape lists when he's quizzing Harry <gasps> in the first yes. class. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yes. That's one of the things. So he yeah. learned it from Snape being an asshole. And I, I love that. See, I yes. told you guys, Snape is an effective teacher. Yeah. He's, he's harsh. Luke and Nala disagree. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't, <laughs> I don't remember this. They 100% disagree with me. But yeah, that was one of the deep cuts. That, that's really good. That's really cool. I had something else, but there's I forgot an, about it. I'll tell you, there's another one that I think might be a deep cut from the book, though. Okay. Um, is when they find the room of requirement. Um, I'm trying to... Maybe it's later, because ha- um, at one point... I remember Dumbledore talking about not knowing all the mysteries on in Hogwarts because somebody uh-huh. I forgot exactly what it was, but it was like you know everything that's here. And it's like I don't I wouldn't begin to think that I know all the mysteries. One time I was re- I really needed to urinate and I was mm-hmm. on this third door and the most magical bathroom just appeared around a corner oh, yes, and I've right. never been yeah. able to find that. <laughs> but that's the room of requirement. Right. Well, Ron brings that oh. up. You desperately needed. So exactly, Ron brings yes. it up in a line. He's like, yep. yes. he's like, so yes. if I needed to really need to go to the bathroom and then Hermione's like, <laughs> yes. that's generally the idea. I fucking love that because uh, it's a reference okay. to, yeah. I believe the book. I don't know yeah. if it's in the movie, but I believe it's a reference. It's a little tiny little. So that means mm-hmm. nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you've read the book, you're like, oh, my God. That's because that's <laughs> okay. The, okay. That, yeah. That's Dumbledore. I totally that's forgot about that. Cut. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Um, <laughs> how does uh, is everyone? We are officially now that we've started uh, with Order of the Phoenix. We are officially in the David Yates universe. Universe <laughs> yes. from now until forever. <laughs> I did not know he did all the rest of the Harry Potter movies, and he's done all of the Fantastic Beasts movies. Oh, also. he did the Fantastic oh. Beasts. Yes. Oh, cool. He, I just his name was the one that stuck to me the most once this franchise, the original Harry Potter franchise, went out. I just when someone said David Yates, I was like, "Oh, Harry Potter." Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I knew his name before I knew Alfonso Cuarón. I definitely and, did not like um, realize he did the the last four. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, I know. Crazy. They, which is odd to me because they kind of they bounced around, mm-hmm. and then I don't. We'll see when it hits the eight. I don't know if I like that or not because I mean from. From five to six, the tone changed and Absolutely. the style changed, yeah. and I'm which I was happy about. I'm very happy that it changed because I was like, I, it, it doesn't feel like it's the same director. It's definitely not the same screenwriter, and I don't know if maybe that's a portion of it or like why they pivoted so yeah, dramatically. They weren't from, doing the shots, the comedy shots in two, in the in six. They weren't sure. even doing those shots at all in five. Well, sure. Right. Exactly. So that's right. So not just the writing necessarily, I feel like, but Jeff, pull up the cinematographer for five real quick because I bring that up because uh Bruno Del Bottle for everybody I'm sure that I'm Jeff butchering has that. 
a web the web IMDb up on. We getting fancy. So we're all so if we're all just staring and telling Jeff what to do, that's what that's that's what that is. I just sit here and until they tell me to stop doing something. Okay. See, so I don't. I'm not even going to try and pronounce the cinematographer for Order of the Phoenix, but the cinematographer for Half Blood Prince was nominated for an Academy Award. So the pivot. Half Blood Prince for Half Blood Prince. Interesting, correct. Okay. Um, so the pivot, I think, was was a perfect choice. And, and so it is the same cinematographer for different both? cinematographer. Oh, different one. Different okay. one. Gotcha, I'm not gotcha, even gotcha. going to try and pronounce <laughs> okay. Slowemir. I think that's his first that name. Sounds like you're going to try. That sounds like the last name, right? Exactly. Oh no, sorry. <laughs> I completely messed that up. So yeah, so that guy, uh-huh. uh, who <laughs> Phoenix. Oh, oh. Uh, he, oh. Nice, nice. That was so weird. <laughs> great. Uh, that yeah, he didn't do a great job, in my opinion. Interesting. Okay. So one thing I noticed Sorry. about five, ha- uh, Order of the Phoenix. Yes, correct. You the one thing I noticed like about five in particular, from a visual standpoint, was that the color palette wise, if you were to do mm. one of those paintings with like the lines of each scene throughout mm-hmm. the entire movie, lots of blues like all over the place. Even during in the five? day scenes, yeah. yeah. Okay, in order, mm-hmm. yes. Even the day scenes were a lot cooler. Um, yes, much, much cooler. So it was, much. it was very blue. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I, I liked individual stuff mm-hmm. as a whole. Yeah, I don't know. Because then uh, once they go back into six Half Blood Prince, it went, it went back to more of like, it went amazing. back to more of like what Azkaban, uh, Azkaban, God, I, I'm, I know you keep saying I, the same. I keep saying Azkaban. I don't know why. <laughs> you flip Azkaban. <laughs> you said it. You said it earlier too. Yeah, I keep, I, I'm just gonna keep saying it. But um, from yeah. three, um, they go a little more monochromatic. Like it, the, they just mute the tones uh, more to get it more of a darker and se- like yes, feel and sense. Yes, six. Yes, uh, six compared to three, and then yes. continuing on Which, with that into Deathly Hollows. I think like sixes such. might have the best. I think six is the best cinematography overall. Ooh, I know. The whole, oh, I, near, near. It's Q, been too long uh, since I. Seven and eight is. I'll have to find out about seven and eight. Mm-hmm. Like, definitely. I still think but three. So, so, so three is fantastic. Uh, trust me, three is probably my second one because uh-huh. the cinematography for the rest of them are average. I think nothing special. Exactly. Even five, I don't think they did very much. Exactly. Yeah. I, I I agree a hundred percent. And then with six, like there are just stylistic choices that they took. Uh, speaking of color, like. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I love the color and the and the darker right, uh, tones and the use of shadows mm-hmm. until we get into the cave. And I feel like, it, like was, the coloring I was, was like, ask, it's damn unfinished. near black and white. It's I feel damn like it's, near black and white. Exactly. Like they started to color it and they're like, oh shit, we, we have to turn this in like in an hour. Like we just got to render it and go. Like right. we don't have time well, to that's finish. Almost, I'd compare. I think that was stylistically done because you, um, would, you can think of like that. the. Zach, no, I, I, it's weird though. I compare it to like the Snyderverse of like the DC universe. Like they muted those tones. Like Superman didn't have that like iconic saturated blue they muted that down to almost like a like a darkish bluish blackish color like right. um which i for something like this like they were in a very dark part of like they they were in the cave where they're get, trying to get a horcrux horcrux crux horcrux all the horcrux <laughs> crocs um <laughs> all the hor- wait they're, what's the plural horcruxes <laughs> they're croc shoes worn by horse <laughs> Or Crocs. Uh, <laughs> brought to you by. <laughs> um, Here, Brandon, put this croc on. <laughs> hey. But either way, either way, like the the muted tones didn't bother me just because I feel like it fits for like the the dark. It feels like each movie from the fourth about, one I'm just gets the darker and darker. Right, right, right. That's all I mean. Like in in Half Blood Prince, like I feel like that that it, scene just was like unfinished. I don't know why. It, it to me, it looked like they went to black and white, mm-hmm. and they're like, all right, now let's start from basic. Mm-hmm. Now we're and then they colored like 
hairy skin a little bit and yeah. then they dipped out and then that and then was it like, right like it just done. it felt it felt too off i, I don't mm. know it, it, it didn't bother me it, but it did a little bit of good in like the sense of how creepy it was in mm-hmm, there mm-hmm. and it definitely was like uncomfortable mm-hmm. um but you know they could have done some more color. it did also make it more dramatic when dumbledore whipped out his fire this true bending because so, yeah, that was very saturated true. orange um <laughs> oh, i i was speaking of the that one fight uh, obviously as per usual we're just going to jump everywhere because yes. so order of the phoenix the Fuck voldemort it. dumbledore fight is that yes. The one? yeah yeah the yoda count Dooku yes fight. dude yes. i wrote that shit down dude, that fight was amazing i love that fight the i wanted more that to mm-hmm. me is like when i think of great wizards fight and stuff yeah. i like that personally more than like you know the rest of them running around and it's just like essentially it's a gunfight but with wands yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. all it is pew, pew, pew. yeah exactly basically pew, pew, pew. Right. and then blocking then, these little tight you know snub shots exactly. basically right. it's like a here and then also gun saying, with a shield and, and also like, saying the spell just goes out the door at that point too yes. right i, I, oh, I never I understood that that, that irritated me too uh, what um not not them? saying the spell right and them right just, sometimes they say the spell sometimes they don't all of a, like all of a sudden in the the very dramatic fights where there's a ton of people they're just like Pew, 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 pew. And I'm fine Jeff, with quotations it. quotations for dramatic. Just, so, <laughs> just everyone's on the same page. And I'm fine with it being Voldemort and Dumbledore because they're great exactly. wizards. That's what I was right? about they're to great, say. They're great, you uh-huh. know, really I'm cool powerful. With them doing it. Other people. Mm-hmm. But other people, yeah. right? Like sometimes you have to say Expelliarmus, and other times yeah. you just have to point your wand and flick it yeah. really, really hard. <laughs> um, like it's so hard. <laughs> Woo! Love a good uh, wand. So, so what, of flicking, no, what did you guys. <laughs> What do you guys think of uh, in that scene in that in that fight uh-huh. um, with the foam like Harry colors just... like because Dumbledore and Voldemort like when they were clashing mm-hmm. there was more of the foam spurts that happened in foam Goblet sp- of Fire foam spurts as in when like the the beams, the beams were like m- like like in Ghostbusters mingling. where you're not supposed to cross the beams Correct. <laughs> okay <laughs> um, do I like that. Um, I, or do you like? Did you notice it? Not. Did you like it? Because I don't care for it. I, I think okay. it, I, I don't think know it what he's talking about at this point. But yes. I can tell he doesn't. I know like what it. you're yeah, talking no. about. I, I've I never thought of his phone. He hates Order of the Phoenix. <laughs> so, like, um, would you rather see them as like sparks just flying and disappearing? Sure. I'd be fine okay. with that. Yeah. I don't know why that is. It's like this I've noticed it, but it, I never thought foam, I hated it. Sea foam, like colored sea foam, just like I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't think much of it. I, I knew it existed from, like, say, like, Goblet of Fire. I knew that was a thing. Right, and, and that's where I was like, oh, my God, what this li- this looks terrible. I don't know <laughs> what it is, and I don't know what I'd like yeah. better. Maybe sparks or maybe, I don't know, like, electricity. Know. It didn't bug me necessarily. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But I also, I didn't think about it. So I, clearly it didn't I bug me. I paid it no mind, really. Yeah. I just saw it, it exactly. and I was like, oh, right, right. Okay. I can't say I loved it, what it is. I can't say it annoyed me because... Now I'm thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd have to like, hey, pull up and pull up the movie, Jeff. Pull the movie up. <laughs> Let's skim through it. Bring quick. it back to that. <laughs> pull, pull it up right quick. Pull up the scene. Oh my god. Um, um yeah, no, I I'm with you on Order of Phoenix. It's definitely or not my favorite. Mm-hmm. Well, it's the most like political hate, of all of them. Yes. And I hate that fucking toad so much. Toad. I forgot about it. Oh, Dolores. Umbridge. Yes, Umbridge. Right, right, right. Oh, fuck. oh the, I, I, they describe her as a toad way more in the, I, in the book. Yes. But it's like, I hate her with a passion. With and a yes. and her passion. acting is fantastic. Oh, that yes. is true. It's she much gives... like, this is like Silver Lining Playbook, mm-hmm. where it's like, guys, it's fantastic. They mm-hmm. are the character, but I fucking hate that. Yeah. And honestly, when I think about rewatching stuff, and I'm like, honestly, I don't really want to watch that bitch. Yeah. Because I hate her. And... She is the absolute worst. But yeah, no, I mean, uh, Imelda Santon did just an absolutely just brilliant portrayal of her because that's exactly like it's a yes. character we're supposed to despise like almost more than Voldemort and she just pulls everything like the little 
you know, uh, laughs that she that she does, the yeah. little bit of, um, you know, just well, all her mannerisms, and everything. And, yes, I mean, and down I, I definitely get yep. triggered by watching this movie and her character because. Um, you know who she is. Yes. She's fucking umbridge. That is she very is true. fucking umbridge to me. Too. Yes. And uh, like she is so God, fake and like I have holy just shit. no interaction with her ever. <gasps> I don't think I've ever she's maybe said hi to me once. God. But you and Max, legitimately you might murder her if like you had the opportunity and they're like, <laughs> You could kill her right now and no one's gonna know us. So like, okay, maybe. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um I do wanna bring it back to the Voldemort and I Dumbledore bring fight. Good, Bubble good, fight. Good. Did you yes, say? I said Dumbledore. But, uh, but <laughs> I know we were, were we won't do double door, but whatever. <laughs> oh, do- I thought I heard bubble. No. So okay, whatever. D- double door. Back no. to the, back to Voldemort and the double door Damn fight. It. Yes. <laughs> um, yes, you're my favorite, I, Jeff. I did make uh, the same exact comparison that you did, Brandon, about it being a a Yoda versus yeah. Palpatine fight, <laughs> like. The franchise was has been waiting for so long for this to happen, yes. and it happened, and it was badass. Yes. I wish it was twice as long. Yes. I agree. But it was right? sick. We could have right? cut out some other stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so I have a. I'm torn with Order of Phoenix, where it's like I hate some of the stuff, but they they got do have. That's a great fucking battle. Yeah, and there it's are a, good moments, and it's really in my mind is like I feel like when they go, the the um, DA goes is when the final. Big long, you know, trek to defeat Voldemort really starts, and because it's like it's a another thing I kind of like about the movie is like it's a passing passing of the torch, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where like Sirius and Remus and everything was the old um band, had the old band, and then they passed it along to this uh, this batch of new kids that are going to mm-hmm. do now fight the second battle. Right, and I do I do really kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Just. I yeah, that that passing of the torch, especially with the picture that um, Sirius God, has of the fiend. Which, by the way, where was he hiding the the picture when he was a dog? In his ass. Okay, cool. Just want to make sure yeah, that was totally. yeah. <laughs> it was in one of his the pockets of his clothes that don't exist. <laughs> I know. I, where did he pull out that fucking mm-hmm. robe from? Like, I, yeah, it's yeah. Just... I want that picture more than honestly. More. This is one of the things where I want to create a prop that they someone can make me. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam Savage, get on this. Um, I want like a, like a kind of like a bigger picture frame that mm-hmm. had two pictures in it. And then the top, it's that old photo of the order of the Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And then the bottom, I want a picture of the DA of Harry and Ron oh, and, yeah. Yeah. and I want it to be moving. And mm-hmm. I want those like right next to each other, like top and bottom. Oh, that'd be and cool. And just see, and I think that would be one of my favorite things in the world. That'd yeah, be cool. really cool. I know it doesn't exist, but so it's not really a movie prop, you know? Yeah. It's the one you made up. Yep. 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 That's <laughs> a cool, that'd be a fun one though. What did you guys think about the introduction Six. to Luna Lovegood? I love her. I yes, love she's Luna. <laughs> she's fucking weird as shit. And I love, I hate that yeah. she's only in five, six, seven, and eight. Like uh-huh. she needs to be part of the <laughs> she first needs to be part four. of 10, 11, 12. No, like she's, she, she should have been in the first four. I just, yeah. I, I love the introduction to Luna. I think uh-huh. that her character is so weird and quirky and yeah. like, does it weird different. you guys out that she's a Ravenclaw and not a Hufflepuff? Yes. <laughs> no. She's in your house. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's welcome. <laughs> uh, so deep down, she's really smart. Deep yes. down. They like hide her clothes and she's just chill with them. She's stuff. really intuitive you're for a 15 year old. You're as sane as I am. Yeah. Exactly. Or no, you're as crazy as I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. She was like, that's hilarious. I love that. 
Um, just because, I, yeah, she's she's got different experiences and she goes about life in a very different, like mm-hmm. grounded and like very logical way. way. The other thing that annoys me about uh, um, Order Phoenix, did you have something? Sorry, no, no, no. Okay, I was just trying to. <laughs> I was just um, like, Ooh. Order Phoenix is. Uh, I hate the. It's it's kind of the start, or I hate the notion of we need to keep everyone in the dark. I fucking hate yeah. it, and it drives yep. me insane. And you could have saved, you could have saved Sirius's life. You could have just tell Harry, be like, hey, we're kind of worried that Voldemort can just right. give you images without right. giving so just come him to me any. First. We'll right. always act on it, but just come to me first. Right. Problem solved. Yeah, without giving Damn. any information, like assuming that Voldemort is listening and aware. It's like you can tell Harry that, like, hey. We think he's listening right now. I know, right? Like, so I'm not telling you things. You don't got to tell him, oh, okay, we're we're posted up here because of this, because yeah. of this. Right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> like, I, that makes, especially because Sirius can, like, you know, move through the flames, which is a different effect than uh, yes. Azkaban. Oh, or, uh, uh-huh. Which I hated. I was like. <laughs> you like the ashes and <laughs> charcoal? Absolutely. That, really? The physical face. Yeah. That I love that one yeah, so much same. more. Than which this, I think is more accurate to the book as well. This floating fucking mm-hmm. uh, CG face. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just which came. I don't know if the other one was CG, but. <laughs> this one is definitely CG. He was actually at least there. the other one. At least the other. Well, I mean, at least the other one looks got, more practical. Uh, shut up, Jeff. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree. Like, but again, now to me, that that's just more of like you know the conundrum of an irritating like plot, an irritating character that you, it, but is interesting to watch because it's like it's so simple. If you just would have fucking like thought this through, I know, right? He's. Yeah, because I, I was as frustrated as Harry was. Like, there's literally a portion <laughs> of time, you, Harry. like when Dumbledore's just pacing in the office talking to the pictures and everyone else. Yes. Oh, and I loved it, it. Like, and Harry's like, "Dude, what the fuck? Just look at me and right. talk mm-hmm. to me." That was order, right? Yes. yes. So yes. that's I have such a love hate relationship with order. Some of this <laughs> stuff is fantastic. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then the rest, I'm like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> so I'm really torn about the. Let's be honest. It's a lot of the political, like. Yes, yes I didn't probably mind it, the, to be honest with you. Okay. The okay. political is not the worst thing in the world. Fudge frustrated but me. It's yes, fudges. Anyways. But <laughs> it, it's it's the toad the toad more than anything. And it like it, it really it's not I don't know, the vibe is not my favorite. Um I think is it just felt slower paced, right? Like it yes, didn't feel I like think. there was a lot of up actiony magic stuff going on. That's why I keep referring to it Less as a political one. Less happened rather than slower paced. Like right. it, to me, I, like, I was going to say, it was I feel like the pacing match. was a yes. lot faster because they just breeze through more events, but less things happen. Yes, uh, that's why to me it felt like a chess match. Like. Uh, you move this yeah. piece here, these kind of events start happening. Oh, but let's move this piece here because then that'll like uh, mess them up here. And then like, you know, Dumbledore is playing against the like fudge and like mm. they're working their battle mm. out um, mm-hmm. from the back end and politically and shit. Yeah. I feel um, like it was so it just, just felt it was... like, you know, coming off mm. of Goblet of Fire, there was a lot of shit happening and um, other mm. things. Another like I like speaking of fudge and everything I that they mm. um, they uh, <laughs> kind of ca- like um I would say pointed at the book kind of where Fudge is like in the books, his assistant, they kept his same assistant, even though they didn't do the storyline at all, but it's still uh, Percy. Yeah. Percy is still there. Oh, it's the yeah, same yeah. actor. Mm-hmm. And I love that they kept that, even though they cut the whole, yeah. you know, Weasley's versus the government and he's being, you know, he, Percy is like almost like a traitor or yes, something correct. like that. Mm-hmm. And he disowns, disowns whatever. Anyway, yeah. but they cut all that stuff up, but they kept Percy, which I was, right. I saw I that. was very happy about. I, I just feel so bad for in the movies. Percy's just like 
He's barely represented as a Weasley. I know, right? I know. You forget because mm-hmm. at no point do they even talk about him. Yeah, they nobody they sh- says all his the Weasleys name. have shunned him. I know, basically, right? yeah. But it, which kind of happens in the book, but you don't know why he gets shunned. <laughs> right? Exactly. And, but, exactly. And they don't even give him in the very end. They don't give him. He, he turns, comes back. And he's like, "I'm so sorry. We're back. We're Weasleys. Let's do it." Yeah. They don't even give him that. They're just nope. like, "All right, you're dead. Go stand over there. Go fuck yourself. Go oh. fuck yourself. <laughs> Go fuck yourself." I didn't. I I really didn't like. Like the exposition dump in Order of the Phoenix versus like Half-Blood Prince, I thought had better conversations mm-hmm. and ways to actually get the information out. Whereas right. in Order of the Phoenix, it was very just, this is my line. So the audience knows what's happening. Literally, mm-hmm. like I wrote it down is, you've done it, Neville. You found the room of requirement. Like <laughs> fucking, that's the best way you could get that out. I don't know. I, I, that also, kind how of do stuff they know is what just, that is? Exactly. How <laughs> right. did you know? And they just made Hermione like the information dump. Like, mm-hmm. oh, cool. Yep. If if we need to know anything, turn to Hermione yeah. and have well, her Hermione knows it. everything. Yep. She's awesome. And I just uh. didn't. I I didn't care for that trope at all throughout. I, I feel like it probably. It's probably. I would probably describe it as like worse made than like say Half Blood Prince. But I, I do like in Order of Phoenix. I I really like seeing Harry floor. Uh, uh, uh like really like be a teacher and find something mm-hmm. that he's really good at outside mm-hmm. of this just random bullshit stuff. Quidditch. Yeah, yeah I mean, right. <laughs> and it's like the book, I feel like Harry's much more of an horror because mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. you know, they cut out, you know, the winky stuff is him investigating and trying to figure all this stuff out. And there is some, like, don't get me wrong. Um, they do have, I want to say I wrote down for Half-Blood Prince. It felt like it was his, um, he was practicing to be an Auror because it was like yeah. he was tailing people, he was investigating people, yeah. he was interrogating people. He yep. was yep. he went and talked to Mr. Weasley, and it felt like Mr. Weasley was like a scientist that was like, mm-hmm. you went and checked that room out, and he's like, all right, this is what I have to report. You well, know? they even <laughs> referenced it. I ca- I'd never caught it before, but they referenced it in the Half Blood Prince mm. movie where McGonagall's like, are you still training to be an Auror? Mm. Like yes. uh, yes. when they're all yes. dicking around in the hallway with great. like laughing at the new kids and stuff. How mad are you not that they didn't talk about who who got what owls and and outstanding and they oh, didn't go through I'm the so list. Irritated. I imagine that would be like one of Brandon's favorite is like, oh, how many owl, how many owls did you get? What'd you get on yeah. this? And what'd you get on that? Because yeah, they reference like, oh, I had to have outstanding. Oh, no, let's no, be honest, no. that was only the Ravenclaws and the where, wherever they were. You mean the, pa- the, the passing students? That's cool. That's fine. Um, to- but you also would have thought that, that Harry would have taught them more than two spells expelliarmus and stupefy and then they finally get well, the patronus charm finally but like that's all they fucking but this is use. like an accelerated program <laughs> know, right like, I know, I hear you. they're but, like all right like he said like, these are the two most important could be like you the bread be, and butter sure but like but you got to be able to do stuff without thinking okay that instead of yeah. oh, you got to be able to flick it without having to say the exactly, words exactly yeah. exactly because when, right, when everyone's just right. flicking everybody's in a room yeah. flicking around flicking this this guy gets flicked <laughs> i feel like the most one of the most important information that they could have learned in there though was that so he's teaching them to deflect spells and stuff like mm-hmm. that they need to know that they can't deflect the arvada kedavra like curse yes, right because like, like if, if they don't know that they're just gonna be like and then yeah. just and then, like wave their wand and then just die oh, shit. i mean what if you find shit. out that that's that you know it just takes a really powerful wizard to to deflect it i would say has anyone the, tried i would say no well, one in I, there is a powerful wizard so we won't know except don't they say oh because <laughs> they referenced oh somebody oh i saw somebody's uh patronus mm-hmm. oh uh, he said, uh, Hermione says that, oh, Seamus, that, no, no, no. <laughs> Dumbledore, um, Hermione's like, Dumbledore says only a really powerful wizard can make a Patronus. Bullshit. Next movie, everybody can do it. <laughs> Anybody. Yeah. You just have as to long as you're taught by Harry. <laughs> That's what it seems like. <laughs> 
It's like but, a really powerful wizard, asterisk, anyway. Yeah. But regardless, I did read at one point after watching, like in our discussions of Azkaban yes, and Goblet of Fire, um, <laughs> I read that the Avada Kedavra spell is so dangerous because you can't deflect it. Right. If that's like the rule is like, have they, but have they tried so dangerous. it? Has the wizarding world actually tried it? Let me point a gun at you and <laughs> let, let's Eel. find out if you can deflect this. I mean... <laughs> Hey, if if the spell exists, yes. why you know you need to figure out if you can defend it. Which also I wouldn't want to be that about, test subject. No, I obviously, obviously. Yeah. However, also irritates the shit out of me about all of the Death Eaters. Every single one of them knows the the killing curse. Uh-huh. Every wizard seems to know about the kill. Why wouldn't you just use it? Because if you're trying to win. So I, I think sometimes illegal. they're trying to stun the kids and Harry and stuff. You're supposed to follow the rules, Brandon. Oh, I, I, Your Ravenclaw classmates are going to be really pissed <laughs> off about I this. assumed that they didn't care about the rules. <laughs> I just assumed. Well, yeah, the, the Death Eaters, that's, yes. Yes. The good people that's do, Brandon. That's what I'm saying. That's how we identify the good people. They follow the rules, and that's it. you're not supposed to use that. That's so illegal. The, so the Death Eaters are so, good people because they don't use it? My, they That's do. what I'm talking about. What? It's like, why don't the Death Eaters just kill everybody? So they, my they, inference... I feel like they did. A bu- they were no, sh- I, I'm talking like when they gang up on... In the prophecy room and stuff like that. In the prophecy room so, okay, or let me, the Let prophecy me tell you my room. theory. Okay, please do. I think... Bring me down. For, for one, here. they need Harry alive because they can't know what that prophecy says without harry like okay. you, you can't find it i think right okay mm-hmm. um second did they not have more leverage keeping the kids alive until they could hold them and okay. then like i what and about also, the adults what also, about killing the adults i feel like sure, what right, bellatrix I, yeah. did yes one once okay i mean <laughs> i also how do you know what they were using they weren't saying anything because it wasn't that nobody dropped dead that's why one person did one well, person, drop, so, but nobody but... else got hit. Then they just dodged them all. You don't know. Yeah, you don't I know. Guess. You're just making shit. No, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm going off what the movie showed me, and the movie didn't show me enough. I mean, there's always there's the <sighs> being a magical. I mean, they didn't explain that shit in the book either. I know, I know, um, I know. Being in the magical world, there's endless amounts of plot holes, and that's the problem. It's just like. How you know? Why can't you magically do this? Why can't you? Why does anybody have a backpack? Uh, Hermione has the at the bottomless bag mm-hmm. in the the last two. Yeah, I'm like, mm-hmm. why isn't everything carried like that? Yeah. Why isn't your trunk carried like that? You have an entire freaking tent system in there. You <laughs> Magical can... objects are expensive, guys. <laughs> apparently, apparently, not everyone can afford it. It's endless, yeah. there's endless about that. Not everyone can afford the spells that you learn. Uh, Maybe no, I what... want my curse to be blue, flying through the air. I don't know. <laughs> the the one scene that I absolutely loved in Phoenix is when. Um, Harry goes into Snape's mind uh, mm-hmm. and gives you and much targets. more of that backstory. That is by far yeah. like my favorite part of yeah, because because it shows a Gryffindor being evil. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> That's exactly Ooh. what it is, is it shows the side of a character we know nothing about, but we're expected to like adore because he's Harry's father. So of course mm-hmm. we're supposed to love him. And yet, no, he's a fucking piece of shit in school. Like he mm-hmm. is one of the worst kids you could, you could be on the wrong side of. I mean, I, that's a stretch, but yeah, so he's Harry, not a great guy. If Harry I was say he's a great guy, well, yeah, yeah, basically <laughs> I mean, the if, worst if, person to be on the other side of, yeah. I disagree with Snape was trying to kill people in when he was a kid. Cause he was angry. How is that well, not the same? Also horrible. going into half blood Prince. He came up with that charm that like, what, like cuts up people mm-hmm. and like, yeah, that's, lets Snape. You bleed and shit. that's Snape. Yeah. So, but right, he know, probably know. came up with that because of how he yes. was tortured okay. by James. So. That also, that's a horrible way to be on the bad side of Snape. He's trying to kill you. 
That's also horrible. That's well, so yeah, you're just like right. the worst person you could possibly be on the wrong side of is Harry's dad. That's all that was supposed to be. It was supposed to be a little joke of yes. There's definitely people trying to kill you. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm I think, sure. I think I'm sure Ravencross can be assholes too. I'm pretty <laughs> sure <laughs> that if James wasn't a dick, then Snape wouldn't have turned out how he was. No, Snape was okay. Well, book first movie. I don't. I'm not even gonna. <laughs> Because in the the book they talk way more about she hate he hated Muggles to start with when he met Lily uh-huh. and he would const he was prejudiced against uh, yeah. his sister and everything and um, yeah. so I mean he was already a bad person like <laughs> and so I think that was definitely his personality going in yeah and, sure he would have he wouldn't have been the greatest person but he wouldn't have been as I don't know evil he wouldn't have turned i don't think he would have turned I don't, to the death no, he was, I don't no think. he was talking about being the death i feel like he was i feel like he was part of because no i feel like he was a, wanted to be a death eater from the get-go he mm. wanted to be a death eater because that was his family he was the family was evil he's prejudiced with them and stuff so i'm not saying you know he'd be a great person by any means but his family he wanted to be a death eater like mm-hmm. lily talked about um, oh yeah, you little gang of Death Eaters. I love calling each other Death Eaters and stuff. And um, you know he's prejudiced about against Muggles and mm-hmm. Mudbloods, um, except for Lily. Mm-hmm. And she's just the only exception. So it's like he definitely was not a good person, yeah. <laughs> or he he was definitely gonna be in Death Eater. I he think. had a troubled home life. Yeah, I mean, and don't get me wrong. <laughs> Again, James was way worse, was really bad. Mm-hmm. You know, picked on people, mm-hmm. and you know, people make mistakes. Anyway, I just love that scene. I love this. Gives no, depth. it's great. Yeah, it gives, it gives depth, and I mean, it leads on to but the next movies. They didn't explain why he was uh, doing that or what anything else in there. He's a dick. Who all of they? Who was in the group? They didn't explain. They didn't list all the people. I assumed that it was all of the people <laughs> I, we've come to to know, hey, but that would have been nice. You, but they didn't explain. But it. that would have been nice to actually like. Which also not uh, up into up through six actually like. Uh, the names are referenced, like their nicknames, Padfoot Prongs, well, Wormtail. Like I they're was, referenced, but it's not really down. explicitly like ever stated, like who is who. Mm-hmm. So again, that's just another piece. Like for you guys, that's you know awesome because it's like, oh, cool, I understand it. I'm looking at it from an outside perspective of if you don't already know who that is, it's going to be kind of confusing to mm-hmm. watch and like I don't know connect with on that level. I mean, they. I feel like they reference Sirius as Padfoot. Is he Padfoot? Yes, yes. But so like Soft they. Pause. They say, they say, <laughs> like um, Wormtail, like again, yeah, like you make inferences, but they say it to like while he's in the room and like to him, it was pretty obvious that they were calling him Padfoot. I agree that they didn't explain why they called him Padfoot, mm-hmm. but like you connected Padfoot with him. Okay, so it's like, but I agree because they it didn't really explain that they they were the ones with the map that they created the map and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but like you know, it wasn't just like I don't think they were. I don't remember them. The first time hearing Padfoot, just somebody being like, you know, where's I'm Padfoot? Padfoot. <laughs> yeah. you know, or like, the where's, where's the most... Padfoot? And we don't know who he's referencing. We don't yeah. know anything of that. Wormtail's the closest one that they reference outright. They're just like, Wormtail, mm-hmm. that's you. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty easy to keep yeah. track of. That one's <laughs> the easiest one. But then the rest kind of makes sense in terms like um, in Order of the Phoenix, uh, Harry's in that one scene talking to Snape. He's like, what does he say? Padfoot is in trouble He's, or whatever. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Like he refers yes. to Siri, it says it in code, right? So, yes, which um, I, I don't remember if they did act, they, if they made the connection before the that the place or not. where it's hidden. That's, that was the line, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Padfoot isn't like in trouble in the place that it's hidden, something yep. along yeah, those yeah. lines. Which again, like a, a, to me is, is not enough 
I don't know. It's just not enough. Um, I do like... <laughs> you, sir, are Padfoot. We shall call you Padfoot from this point forward. Because... No, we're not done. Let's go into the history. Because... When I was two years old, I petted a dog and I loved it. So I became... Then when I was three years old... Jesus Christ. Uh, I do like... Um... The, the teenage angst in these movies uh-huh. like it's, it's oh, very angsty which one was that one no that was an earlier one sorry the which one that was an earlier movie i hate the long hair whatever oh, i fucking hate that one the past. i hate that See, with passion. I, did I you not mind go through your, because, your long hair yeah, phase I, well, did i i don't know i don't it was annoying it was annoying for yes, me exactly. to physically watch the uh, the people have it the, i had the long hair skater hair shit when that movie came out i just grew up right along with yep. all these kids yep. so <laughs> it did not bother me it followed it followed with what with trends basically yeah, it's like this totally is what teenagers did. look like no i hear you <laughs> Still, it was annoying watching it. That's fair. I do, I, I do think that the angst though is is um, ramped up in five and six here, uh-huh. where like there's, I'm just so angry all the time, and not mm. a single adult said that's because you're a teenager, and you have hormones that mm. are raging. Yes, that's why you're angry, not because you have a piece of Voldemort inside of you. Well, because also you're a, because <laughs> little a, little b, little yeah. both. Little, well, even in Half Blood Prince, I have a note that uh, this is the most emo we've seen Draco Malfoy. Yeah, he's just like he's just ca- like um, just like. <laughs> Bent over, yeah, yeah, just like contemplating shit and like um, in his dark corners. I know. I'm surprised yeah. he didn't have his hair over his eye, his one eye like yes, that. I know, right? Definitely, uh, yeah. Diet, yeah. <laughs> what a, what a great emo band name would be would be Parlay with the Giants. That's that would be fucking nice. amazing. Parlay with the Giants. I yeah. like it. I like I want it. that. Yeah, I like that. That's funny. Um, the CGI I think is pretty terrible in Phoenix. I don't know how you guys felt. Uh, like with Grubby. Yeah, I mean you can especially tell, especially with Grubby. Yeah, like that one. I, I just felt the like centaurs it was a little too, bit too. Yeah, the centaurs weren't weren't fantastic. The flying on the brooms I think was definitely the worst of the six. Hmm. For sure, in in Phoenix, really? I don't know. I, see, I think the first movie. I was going to say, I don't worse. think they're worse than early. I don't think this one is. It definitely is not bad. Uh, great. Mm-hmm. It's probably below average. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it and go get disgusted, but I still think it was better than the earlier, like the first thing. Yeah, see, one at least. I feel like it was actually two. worse quality than the see, first. Two. I disagree mm-hmm. with that. That's I personally fair. maybe maybe because everything else around it looked better. Maybe and like it was maybe. shot better. Sure, it was actually colored because the early ones were just well. The earlier ones, hey, we're outside. You're fine. Don't yeah. have to. The color earlier shit. ones yeah. also did some mixing of practical versus uh, CG effects in the same shots and scenes and stuff it's like true. that. Mm-hmm. Whereas these ones later on started. Le- it was that generation of starting to lean more heavily on just CG solely. Right. So it's right. like lingering on the screen a lot longer and such. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say, in Order of the Phoenix. There's this one scene, CG looked, I I mean, I didn't notice it as looking bad or anything, but there's that one scene where Dumbledore basically becomes a fugitive and like bursts into flames and disappears. Well, yeah, that clap, so that fucking Phoenix bad clap. Ass. It's badass. Phoenix, oh my God, Phoenix I love Fugitive is Dumbledore. the first track on Parlay with Giants. <laughs> <laughs> nice, yeah, I see us. Is that Love Ballad? Because it's like clap, like, ah, because he was fucking the Phoenix. That was the joke. <laughs> Fox loves it. Um. <laughs> he wouldn't cry otherwise. In the background, it's just. Ah, ah. How do you think Dumbledore has so many Phoenix tears? Oh god! <laughs> I did write down pink bitch. Pink bitch. Pink bitch. That's the toad. And also, uh, like <laughs> I, I forgot that she painted her walls pink, like the stone pink. I, I thought that mm. was a, a nice touch. All um, the cat totally pictures. Missed. They had nice. Um, they had their yeah, all the cats. <laughs> um, they had. Uh, 
Yeah. 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 They, I love the set pieces when they like took all of the tables out of the grand hall mm-hmm. of, and put them in like desk formation. Yes, and, shit. Or, and, and then she's sitting there in a throne yeah. mm-hmm. without any of the other like t- uh, desks yep. and all that. And the, uh, at the time I, I thought that was a gorgeous like set piece mm-hmm. and um, just visually. Yeah. Despite hating the movie. <laughs> I loved it. But I, I hated so, the movie. I was so torn. <laughs> they had such good stuff. Yeah, and there it, were. And, yes. and it'd be like lower rated if it just didn't like kick off. If the end, the very last of it wasn't in it, it'd be lower for me too. Because when he they decide to go and start doing the DA and stuff on. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you guys think about the Thestrals? Like the the dead horses, d- yeah, dead horse, winged horses. That those are those are cool. I thought they were sweet. I, I didn't wa- care for the CG, but I thought they were they were a, a great addition. <laughs> those yeah. are those are practical. I just like <laughs> I like the fact that it alludes to earlier on when like the car- people are like, oh, the carriages move by themselves, like they always do. Right, right. But then also I have a note in here specifically when they start flying on them. I'm like, how fucking scary would it be <laughs> yes. to have someone put you on something you can't see? Yes, it yeah. starts flying. Yeah, and you Ooh. have no control of it. <laughs> I want if I remember Ron's like what's happening or something I'm also pretty sure that Neville I thought Neville could see them too cuz he's been near death well, or seen he, death I think he well, might they, I don't his think in the movie didn't die. Oh, I thought they... they're crazy and they're in That's right. I guess again oh. this, No, I think in the movie they reference it like they they, they were tortured. Yeah. Yes. Well, they were tortured and it's a Fate worse than death. I think right. Sirius says that. So they're not technically dead. But yeah, it's but I hear you. Alluded. Anyway, interesting. Um, how are not more people just been around death? Also it's true. Just, it's just a normal like it happens. People right. die. Yeah. Right. See one Triwizard tournament, and you'll see the festivals <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Everybody that was there is now seeing the festivals. It's a dead body, right? No, it's got to watch them die. Yes, you have to watch them die. That has Brutal. to be it. That has to be it. Um. um but to answer your question, yes, I was annoyed that he didn't go on the date with her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I do really, really, I thought it was, I mean, God, I really enjoyed Six and just the style of him being in in the cafe and then weird that he just started looking out the window and be like, I feel his presence. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but very but the, horror movie-esque. Yes. Yeah. And then he pops up and then they go disappear. And even like the hand, it's quite a thrilling or exciting story, if I do say f- so myself, when he's looking at his black hand, <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. then they go to see um, Slughorn, yep. Um, yep, which I thought was pretty good. I did write a note that like they go in, the place is all beat up, uh-huh. and then he he puts his finger on the blood, and mm-hmm. then he tastes it. Yeah, gross. This man knows the taste of dragon blood different than all a diff- other blood. <laughs> I couldn't tell you any blood taste. I know I've had a cow, and I've had a pig. I will give you a couple of cow blood have, and pig blood, and you tell me the difference. Okay. Dumbledore's seen some shit, man. Apparently. <laughs> He's seen Apparently, some shit. Dragon blood. Dragon blood is so different, man. Creepy. Dragon it's creepy. It's weirder to me that he doesn't know it's like regular blood. And oh, like he's just like, I'm not sure what blood. this is. Right. Like he'll be I, able to know if it's regular oh, blood yeah, this or is not. what I feed to Fox all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But uh, but I, the Slughorn, I actually... I think was did a really fantastic acting job also. Yes. Yeah. I uh, 100% agree He was his there. character, mm-hmm. so many mannerisms mm-hmm. and just yep. so like you could see the emotions on his face. Mm-hmm. Very shifty but also like trying to hide like how scared he is inside. Mm-hmm. Love that. Yeah, love that. I love that storyline honestly like yep. cuz you get the insight into more of Tom Riddle's background yes. as an I orphan think- and stuff and you get the little hints about like cuz don't the rocks like equate to the number of horcrux 
that he ends up making or something. There's that, those the like seven rocks on the windowsill in his orphanage or something. <gasps> Um, oh, I forgot about that. Hell yeah, yeah, there's something about that I can't remember exactly. But there's he has, also he has the picture of where Seven's they find the yes, other. The picture, yes, yep. the picture is one of the places. And then I, I mean, in the, again, we jump to the book. But in the book, they do I think a much better job of like in this. You get a little bit of um, Dumbledore like showing things about Tom Riddle mm-hmm. to Harry. Mm-hmm. But in the book, it's much more of like we need to understand him, and yeah. we're gonna go through his history and we go through his past and. Because you really need to be able to like, you know, it, we're studying Tom Riddle, and yeah. I, uh, so, which I thought they did way better in the book. Sure. So how, one, how but... trippy would that be if Voldemort's peering in Harry's mind while he's watching a memory of Voldemort? <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? Am I, am I in my own head? Why am I in my own head? <laughs> what the I, fuck is this? I don't I remember talking and to myself. There's just like four, and then he, Voldemort's sitting on the bed watching them watch. The, <laughs> <laughs> there's just a bunch of people sitting in this. <laughs> <laughs> just Harry's the only one without a double. Yeah, God, guys, damn it. Trippy. Until Harry pulls that memory out. No, <laughs> speaking of pulling the memory out, like Ooh. I assume that you can collect that soup back up, but it seems like you can only pour one memory. Like you can only That's view the memory. I know we never, like we never saw him clean it up, but mm-hmm. I assume it? right because he said pull it right I watched out. this memory many times. Exactly. Right. Yeah, so exactly. It's like definitely possibly. But the Magic. way. <laughs> Magic. The way those droplets like just mm-hmm. fade into the scene, mm-hmm. uh, diffuse down into the scene, like that was beautiful mm-hmm. to watch. I'm so glad we saw it more than mm-hmm. once, and it kind of did the same thing like when we came out of it. Yeah, that Although wasn't the CG. Pen- the pensive, <laughs> <laughs> the pensive change that <laughs> irritated a very me a little long bit. Time. Um, yeah, that 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 got me just a bit. That prop, the whole, mm-hmm. the whole dude, the mm-hmm. whole entire thing that's holding all of the yeah, all, all of the vials and yes, shit. Yeah, I want that. That mm-hmm. would be Pop awesome. That down right there. Dumbledore's office definitely changed. Also, speaking of passwords, <laughs> uh, why is it so easy for Draco and company to get into Dumbledore's office? Because again, he's password protected, and only Dumbledore and the person with the password. So again, the whole like idea of being in any room at, at any the, time is just thrown out the window. At the end, yeah, at the well, end. Well, because frankly, uh, Dumbledore, I think was had was planning on Draco or. I guess maybe not Draco, but somebody killing him. Mm-hmm. Sure. He was, the, so he's kind of making it easier. You know, he could have just stopped it mm-hmm. really easily if he wanted yeah. to, but he kind of had that, this is going to happen. So I need to like make it a little bit easier. So I can see him, you know, taking the password off to make it easier for them to get up there. Okay. Because he needs, okay. frankly, he needs Snape to kill him, I think. Because I don't think it, I don't think his plan necessarily works if Draco kills him, I think you're right because. Well, so right. what was what? Refresh my memory. What's the idea behind having Snape specifically kill him? Because uh, then Voldemort can't take control of the Elder Wand. Okay, He's not so, the true. So whatever. that's the thing that comes into play later, right? Because doesn't Malfoy disarm Dumbledore, and that he uh, uh, gets the ownership of the wand? Technically, I'm going to be honest. With you. Killing versus disarming. Darmit Dumbledore. Is not Dumbledore? always the smartest. Dumbledore is not always the smartest wizard Sometimes in the world. Sometimes he acts like a single door. Let's, let's be honest. He acts like a zero door. Um, uh, I got in on like, it and I hate you for making me do that. I appreciate it. But yeah, so many things are wrong. I mean, like, you know, in Goblet, uh, the dude that he was letting in the room constantly and was, you know, confiding in is a different person. Yeah. <laughs> but the greatest wizard in the world's like... Hey, we're good. Yeah, Don't worry about it. Fine. Don't I wasn't worried it. the entire time. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I know. I know. 
I, I loved, honestly, I think the acting in Half-Blood Prince is the best we've seen. I think, personally, mm-hmm. I think that the small expressions are, are revealed a lot more, like, when when Snape in, is about to do the Unbreakable uh, vow mm-hmm. with uh, Mommy Draco. Um, <laughs> I would do those all the time. If I was Voldemort, every <laughs> single person. Every single person. Everyone to do line it. up. Yes. Yeah. You're like, do hey, everything I say. I, yes, do everything I say. I don't know. See, this, this is where like magic flaws. So we're like, uh-huh. how is this not like the most... All the time. Exactly. Do it all the time. It's the same with the killing curse. Like when, <laughs> when Voldemort wanted Dumbledore dead in the, in the, or, uh, in the ministry when they, during their awesome battle... Why do the battle? Why not just fucking kill him? I guess because he has an ego. But anyway, yeah, I digress. More fun. When when <laughs> Snape is making the unbreakable uh, vow, yes. like the way that he's just like forcing himself to to get through certain things. Mm-hmm. And then when Bellatrix like does that last little thing and will you carry out the deed? Mm. He's like, he like, there's this shift. Yeah, he's, he's like, like Fuck. I was not planning on this. God damn it. There's <laughs> no way I can back yeah. down. You will give me all your money. <laughs> <laughs> I will. How do <laughs> sneak in there and you'll never make eye contact with me again. All right. <laughs> How about it? Um, I do totally agree with you that, I mean, I personally think all the acting from one to as we go on in, improves all the way. That's yeah. why personally, I think one is not the best acting in the world okay. because I, because if we start kids. with a bu- amazing acting, how did we, I don't know how we got to here. If we started with everybody did so great. Right. I don't know right. how we got to here, but I think it does improve all the entire way through up until this. And I'm excited to watch seven and eight again. Cause again, I'm doing all, I not watch those. So it's off of memory and mm. I feel like it's unbelievably good, but we'll see. Um, I will say maybe unpopular opinion. This is when Snape actually, I like his acting. <laughs> Cause all he's not one dimensional anymore. So yes. stone faced. He does yes. so much more with oh, it. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, like all the other ones, he's just, I get it. It's, what his character how it's written whatever right. but it's just so Jeff you're absolutely it's very one dimensional it's yeah. very almost flat but again right. Alan Rickman is just broke, really like, the good whole at point it jeez <laughs> Alan Rickman is just really good at playing that you know whatever whatever role right. he's given so it's it it's kind of masked in this great performance it's just right. in Half-Blood Prince like Matt was saying right. is there's just more to do more to see yeah and we're also getting more of that background information about who his he allegiance lies to mm-hmm. and like where his like intentions are right so then his actions even though he's kind of still that character and doing those kind of flatter kind of um i don't know personality mm-hmm. we are, have more information to work off of in terms of like you know he's almost like a secret agent in some ways and yes. shit so yes. like secret? undercover agent snape Secret. Oh. I was so hoping you were going to say Snape and I was worried when you started. That's why I didn't join in. That's why I didn't join in. Good, good, good. God, the cracking sound. Luna fixes Harry's nose. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Brutal. That was great. I just scrolled past that note. Speaking of, speaking of Luna, I think one of the um, obvious props would be the lion the head. hat. Absolutely. absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I figured you might go for that. <laughs> I know. I was like, I can't take this because Matt's going to take this. I, uh, well, I mean, I think I have more, but I don't remember. Um, Which I, I find also kind of weird because I, I was like, oh, Gryffindor. And I was like, wait a second. She's a Ravenclaw. Mm. Loser. I know. Rooting for a different team. She's wearing some Crocs. <laughs> uh, she wants the better team to win. And honestly, I feel like that's how... Main, she wants the main character to win. That's how... <laughs> That's how all three of the other houses are. It's like, I don't care who wins as long as it's not Slytherin. I know. I <laughs> know. Slytherin. It really feels like all of them are in the same house except for <laughs> Slytherin, basically. One other thing I have down is that Snape finally gets to be fucking defensive against the dark uh, yep. arts teacher yeah, in this finally. one. Finally. 
but we don't see him teach <laughs> at all. <laughs> <I know. laughs> we're, we're back right. into potions with Slughorn right? the entire we're time. We're taking potions. <laughs> yes, that's very true. Interesting. So disrespectful. I, I, yeah. Which is, and, yeah, that's such a shame. It's also so weird to me. Like the, the necklace pops up. So then they were like, oh, well, let's get Snape because he's the defense of the dark. But it's like, so each year, if there was a different person, if Snape like was you're potions, officially qualified, I wouldn't have gone to Snape now. Yeah. Like, yes, that's, that's so, exactly. Yes, you're officially qualified. <laughs> yes. Right? That's such a weird system that they do. Also, I want to know like need, how <laughs> Snape just like made it levitate and went. Yep, that's cursed. I know. I know. <laughs> oh, gee. I saw. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Turn it around. Uh, oh yeah, that's cursed. <laughs> oh yeah, I feel it. I can feel it in my bones. <laughs> but again, like making it such like a horror fest as well. Like there were so many elements of. Or is uh, that like, shot of the girl floating up mm-hmm. and she has yes. head and the mouth are open? Right. And it's like, Dude, that's the open creepy. mouth was creepy as hell. Yeah, that was, totally that was legitimately yeah. that and the way her body was jerking around on, mm-hmm. on the ground, like in through the snow. Like there were just elements of this that were just really, really well done mixed with this fun comedy that also showed like the most interpersonal relationship we've really gotten to see and dive into. Right. Like with, with Harry and Hermione, like exposing like who they truly like want and like, like to themselves mm-hmm. or yep. to each other and yes. not just keeping it in. Mm-hmm. I loved that scene mm-hmm. so much, mm-hmm. so fucking much. Uh, yeah. I wanted to point out, I think it was from whatever earlier from the, um, the moving poster, uh, poster. the moving photo mm-hmm. that has, um, Lily James in it. Uh, mm-hmm. um, Lily Potter, sorry. Lily James is an actress that I love. <laughs> yes. um, uh, and I always Lily remember it. Be- James. Well, and I always remember it because it's Lily James. Her ah. name is Lily James. And I was like, this is amazing. Anyway, it's perfect. It's uh, from Baby Driver. So yep. um, uh, Lily looks so much like Ginny mm-hmm. in the photo, Agreed. which I think goes into yeah. why Ron, uh, Ron, Harry kind of, you know, naturally Gravitates, goes towards her. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I feel, like it's, complex. I feel like Ginny was like trying to seduce him the entire time. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, well, like, yeah. Letting it slip like she had feelings for him was was pretty interesting. I like, mean, oh, 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 can't hug you too hot or too too much, too tight. And mm. it came out of nowhere. Well, like I understand she's liked him. She's been into him the whole time since, since Chamber she's a of Secrets. Tiny mm-hmm. girl, which is yeah. No, she, dude. I mean, I feel like even the first movie mm-hmm. that she because she's in it, she gets all scared when she sees him. And I can't say anything to him. Mm -hmm. I thought that was because the only time we see the Weasleys outside of Ron Mm -hmm. is on the platform. She's there. And they just run past. I did. Yes, I know she's there. But it's fleeting in the movie. Very fleeting in the movie. Um, The second movie is the first time we actually really see Jenny. She comes down the stairs and then just freezes. Do you see him at the end? I don't know. Maybe maybe it's whenever one of the times. She definitely, Mm -hmm. even from a get-go, is always like talking about him and stuff like that. Yeah, always into him. Which is Um, creepy. But they started off as children. So it's just kind of. What I what, <laughs> yes agreed. <laughs> uh, what I was irritated by um, again, kind of, but the books did this too, so it's not just just the movie. But where the fuck did Cho go? Like, what did she graduate by this point? In in when Harry's in year six, like, is she two years older? Like, no, uh, I was Cedric, older. I, I think so because she was in the order. She was in the order, right? She was and in order of the Phoenix, and they were making that, out and everything. Yeah, and no, felt zero chemistry. Oh my god! Well, actually, thank, no. Thank you for saying she that. She might have better chem. He might have better chemistry with her than Ginny. Oh, with Ginny, because their making out scene was, anyways. <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, now that you mention it, I'm trying to think past. I feel like she's just uh, turns into a background character. I was gonna say, I think she just disappears. I, I like, think she comes back in Deathly Hollows. I was right. gonna say she's, she's definitely in the sure. army. Uh, like when they're fighting in the battle, uh-huh. they right. reference her. So um, like yeah, so so when it's she like, that was such a huge back. 
like love interest and like it just mm-hmm. it didn't feel like that storyline was really ever tied up. I and again, I don't remember the books even tying up that, you know, hey, I don't like you anymore. Like you, I, even though you didn't actually betray me, like I'm still moving uh, on. From, like, I, I don't know. She just turns into a background character. Yeah. Like she just Lavender yeah, she, Brown she, disappears. She totally. I fails. mean, I feel like that's what mostly happens when we have a thousand people in this school. You know, the sure. main ones we know about, and then the rest fall into the back. Uh, okay. Okay. Just, <laughs> it, it does happen. It Seamus does. doesn't have every single movie. We don't have, you know, an update on Han to his life. I, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I guess I could have. Goyle. I know. guess I could have just used a line of like, well, why don't you invite Joe? And they've been yeah. like, uh, you well, know. Also, they do allude to Joe the fact who? that there's a lot of parents that don't want their kids to go to Hogwarts that mm-hmm. year because mm-hmm. of all this like scary shit that are going on and whatnot and how mm-hmm. dangerous it's been the last six years. Um <laughs> So I do, it's, it's something every single year. safest yeah. place. I, I, right? <laughs> no, it's so easy to get in there. Let's be honest. Yeah, it happens all the time. No, uh-huh. they put in a magical uh, electric fence. Every almost yep. every time they just walk in through the front. Mm-hmm. I know. Again, They're invited going back to, in. <laughs> going back to Harry being, you know, the the uh, in the in the uh, liquid luck uh, yep. phase. Just how did you get out of this guy through the front door? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yes, dude. Why did nobody ever think of that? <laughs> I love that. I love that. Also, Ron is such a fucking player. Holy shit! Like everyone loves Ron. <laughs> Hermione. I mean, he's the uh-huh. best lavender keeper uh-huh. in the world. I'm I'm waiting for the rest. <laughs> It's more than more okay. than one. I mean, <laughs> doesn't Ron have two? I mean, Harry have two also. We didn't get to. I didn't get to. Okay, <laughs> everywhere players all around. I will. Uh, it was. I like you know developing their relationship. It was kind of annoying that they're all just like, oh, I can't believe you didn't ask me and I didn't ask you, yeah. and it's like. Ron just is kind of, they just portray Ron as very ignorant in this I one. Mean, yeah, but they're, like, they're kind both, of clueless. They're both shy. They're both, you know, not, neither have they enough courage, Hermione or Ron, yeah. mm-hmm. have enough courage. And like literally you watched uh, Lavender make the move, first yes. move, and then that's the only reason they're together. Yeah. Yep. And, yep. but then it's like, oh, he's such an asshole. <laughs> right. He's definitely an asshole. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> he's definitely like rude after the fact, but. I do love his line though when they're, uh, Harry and Ron are going to sleep and it's just like. Yeah, Hermione's got nice skin. Hermione's got nice skin. <laughs> Don't you think? Oops, sure. I know. I, I did like. I but I did really like the. What do you think he? What Ron's like? How? What do you think? Um, he sees in her. Yeah, he's like, right? no, she's nice. She's funny. funny. She's got nice, nice skin. skin. She's attractive. <laughs> you think he's into her skin? I don't know. Yeah, she's just got nice skin. <laughs> Hermione's got nice skin. See, like again, <laughs> yeah. it's like this, this is, is really the most funny. real and like best friends yep. yes. that they've ever felt. Yes, uh-huh. yes, yeah, agreed. Uh, I think the prop that uh, skipping ahead. I think the prop that <laughs> I want the most is that hourglass. That hourglass is pretty I, that's on my cool. list. Oh, the hourglass is cool. Yeah. It was not on my list. Uh, my li- <laughs> my list. Let's see. I have the and locket. Half blood prince, right? Uh, yes. Yes. I because that did we do the orders? We, no, we did not do the order. Let's do the props yeah. right now of like what okay. we okay of the for half blood prince at least. Okay. I have the locket on my list. Locket's definitely on my list. Uh-huh. I have uh, the um, slughorn has another great case with his potions. Uh-huh. Oh, he yep. opens yep. and yep. starts cool. making stuff. That one's fantastic. I love I love the the shell uh, seashell cup thing that that yes. uh, Ooh, yeah that's a good one. That that one's cool. I mean that, let's get that whole mound. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. but the, but the, the cup would be badass yeah. just to have. Just the give cup. me the cave. Um, yeah, right. Uh, Aragog again. I'm on this. I want animals. I want so many animal props because I mean that dead Aragog was a prop, right? I mean it was a. It, was, it looked like cool. yeah. I didn't think it was CG. Yeah. At least the one. So I'm calling that a prop. That, I'm calling that a prop. Yeah. That's all I give a shit. So I, I, I want. Yeah, I call that. That's on my list. 
See, I think of the smaller ones that I can keep. Like I picture the stone it in staying the, in my place. The stone that they put in Ron's uh, make him the Bezel. Yeah, that's oh. that, that what you're talking about? Mm. No, no, well, so the what the the list I have is um hourglasses on my list because that thing looks cool. I have the liquid luck vial. Yeah, yes. um, that's another one. That's and cool. then the other one is the the Half Blood Prince book itself too, because I would love to look through oh, that shit yeah. and see all the notes and everything that like that. Would, that's probably be, second for that'd me. That'd be sweet. That would yeah. be sweet. That's a close second for me. I think my I think the one I want, and as per usual, is gonna be ridiculous. Um, I want, and it might not be a prop. I want the <laughs> uh, entire big dude in front of the joke shop. With that, with the oh, top hat. Oh, yeah. And then the, the rabbit yeah, disappears. Right? The disappearing rabbit. I want that. I Hell want yeah. That. That's a good choice. That's a good choice. God, your place is just going to be a carnival of crazy <laughs> yes. things. I mean, it'll be outside, but yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, Most God. of the stuff will live outside. It'll be... It'll be <gasps> We're going to put the graboid thing from uh, um, Hagrid's hut. Mm-hmm. We're going to put that on his head oh. instead of the rabbit. <laughs> so the hat covers it and that okay. disappears. Okay. Nice. Okay. nice. Now combining props. Love it. <laughs> I mean, weren't you here for the photo I created? <laughs> Oh God! Well, while we're on props, though, what uh, prop or props would you guys want from Order of the Phoenix? Hmm. I have, I have. There's only one that really jumped. I was going to be honest with you, man. I don't remember having a lot of them that I wanted. I don't. Yeah, go ahead, Jeff. I mean, the one that stuck out to me the most that prophecy orb. Yes, Um, that wasn't. That's the one. Yes, that's the one that stuck out to me the most for sure. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with my made up picture frame with the two photos. (laughs) Honestly, I kind of like those like rule. Uh, the the like the font for the rules the the new oh, that school they, orders that he yeah that he, oh, he's still drilling in that the okay. misunderstood dude is just l- loving helping that correct <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is also a weird character change because uh, in he from from five he's a uh, Filch and Draco were like buddy buddy right and helping like catch the the mm-hmm. kids going into the room of requirement and then uh-huh. he's uh, Filch was like oh I found this kid outside your yeah. hallway. I think he, I mean, he's buddy, buddy, whoever has power fit. fit. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, you know, Slughorn, and then it was a toad, mm-hmm. Slug, and then it was a toad, and then. Uh, <laughs> boo. I hate her. I'm um, trying to think what else, yeah, from Phoenix. Hmm. Yeah, it was, it was hard for me to think about. I was just like, nothing jumped out to me. Yeah, I didn't know. like Kingsley's robes. Badass, yeah. Badass. Okay. Yeah. Got to admit, robes were cool. He's got style. He's got, he's yes. got style. <laughs> which he does, which he does. <laughs> Um, one thing I want to bring up is I have another interesting reference for the Half-Blood Prince. When um, Dumbledore goes in the, in the memory, is. when he goes in to see Tom Riddle at the orphanage. Dumbledore. Oh, okay. Heard <laughs> when Dumbledore goes to Tom Riddle at the orphanage, mm-hmm. he starts talking about, you can do things that not other children mm-hmm. can do. Mm-hmm. Um, we have like we have a school for yep. gifted children uh-huh. where we can teach you to control these. Does that sound like something else to you guys? Do you, is that When he was talking to Harry? Talking well, to Tom Riddle. No, yeah. no, I meant yeah. like, sorry. It sounds like when he's talking Hagrid, to Hagrid or when Hagrid went to go get Harry. Well, no, so I'm, oh, okay, re- I'm referring it to a different franchise completely. Oh, so that sounds very much like X-Men to me because Professor Xavier <gasps> oh, goes to these yes. kids that can't control their powers and shit That's like true. that. Literally the same like lines and everything. It's like, you can do things that not others can, can oh. quite do, can't you? Hmm. And it's like, he's like, show me not? like, or they, you know, show me an example or something or other. And it's like, we have a school for people like you. Um, just hmm. very reminiscent. I, yeah, I just jumped no, into I my head. Catch. Yeah, no, that's that's a that's a great one. <laughs> I can see that. Why the kid say I can talk to snakes? Very last minute. Why would he think that's why that's different? special? He yeah. already says he can talk to animals. Yeah, yeah. Then he literally was like, 
because we have to also snakes. We have to prove <laughs> that he's different. That he's very. Well, I think, but like, why did he? Different. Why did he know about the snakes are some big reveal? Because we have well, to prove that he's different. The only argument so the I have is he knows. Okay. The only argument okay. I have for it is that after he says that, um, Dumbledore stops, and then he's mm. like, they, he says it goes further and says they come to me and they tell me things like mm. which might be different than what that, other maybe. animals do. They're like, we should kill everybody. <laughs> we <laughs> should kill, kill the squirrels. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you will eventually meet a squirrel in the forest. Little Glom you know onto his head and then kill Little him. Little do you know there's a war between squirrels and snakes. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to join our cause? <laughs> well, can I talk to squirrels too? No. <laughs> no, we don't talk to squirrels. <laughs> They're assholes. <laughs> They're ass. They wear crocs. <laughs> they wear nice. crocs. Uh, <laughs> um, one other random note I have: um, Hermione definitely gets drunk off of butterbeer in this yes, movie, right? Yep, I did not does. know yep. if the butterbeer was actually like gets them drunk or not. I, until I thought this... it was non-alcoholic. That's what I but... thought. Well, it's non-alcoholic in like real life if you go to Disney. No, but I, know I that. believe in right. the movie it is because you got to be a certain age. Right. I thought, and then you also have to be thirteen to go. Yeah, I hear you. People have under like not everybody starts drinking at twenty-one. 21 yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. They just ha- might have a lower. Sure. Also, go to Godric. Uh, not whoa, whoa. Go to town. Uh-huh. <laughs> they have to be 13 to go to town. Not necessarily go to. You have to be 13 oh, to get to get go. into the bar. Yeah, right. but I thought they were all. I okay. I think there. I don't think at so. least 16 by this point. Yeah, I, I think say. you can drink at like a. I think in Australia you can definitely drink by 16. I don't know about um, and, England and also and stuff. they might not say it at all and just use it like when Harry got high off uh, liquid luck. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe mm-hmm. she got did was acting drunk and it's supposed to be like the quote unquote, like you all know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, but we're not going to say it because it's mm-hmm. a kid's thing. So right, like that, right, that right. one's for the adults. Kind Which of, I yeah. also found interesting that that uh, Half-Blood Prince went back to being a PG rating. Like I know oh, we don't talk about it? ratings like yeah. those, the MPAA ratings like at all, but I found that very interesting that this one like felt like the darkest and most horror-esque yeah. and most like- Like Malfoy G-stomps Harry Potter. Right. Yes. That was awesome. Right? <laughs> I do like that they're been get, they get better at magic and stuff and they yes. get smarter and yeah. it's like they do- Well, that battle in the bathrooms between that was, Malfoy that was cool. and that was Harry. Legit. Yeah. I mean, it was like it felt again like you were saying earlier that's Matt, Matt. Um, like it felt more like real life because like they're both hiding behind shit mm-hmm. and then Harry thinks like ooh I'm gonna be smart and look underneath Malfoy's already there right. and shoots yes. at him it's like that shit would definitely happen yes mm-hmm. oh, that was fantastic and then also he almost kills Draco yeah Snape shows up and then Harry gets no consequences for that <laughs> yeah he just like walks away and they're like alright well that was fucked up I, uh, I go hide this yeah. book and make out with a girl <laughs> Same in the same way that uh, <laughs> in the same way that I'm pretty sure that McGonagall awarded Harry like five thousand points for saving Ron's life, but we don't see it anymore. Like that's probably all that happened is he probably just lost some some house points. Well, they don't talk about house points anymore. I know exactly. Now that you mentioned, I don't think they they haven't. Um, but up, but up, but up, but up. What? Um, what's your guys' favorite comedic moment from the sixth movie? If you have one that stuck out to you, mm, I really enjoyed the book. Like yeah, that book, one, is one of, the of book them was one of my favorites. That was, that was a. Great There's another moment. one that made me laugh out loud, and it was um when Hermione's like, she's only making that love potion for you because she thinks you're the chosen yes. one. <laughs> Harry Potter's like, but I, I am, am the chosen the one. <laughs> that cracked that me. Was, up. That was fantastic. <laughs> that was great. Honestly, for me, it's the entire Liquid Luck. Like, yeah, uh, Harry, Harry's entire. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. all of his lines. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, even that, that, that's like one of my favorite sequences possibly in like all the movies because mm-hmm. it rolls into such a like emotional, deep scene at yeah. the end when yeah. they get drunk and they're talking about 
everything. And then he gets into trying to get him to tell him exactly what he did. And he's just like, be strong like my mother. Right. Like that it, it story was, was yes. such a good story. Like tie in like, oh yeah, a student gave me a fish once and then it just mm-hmm. disappeared. And they're like, mm-hmm. and, and it's going to be this offhanded comment. And then it comes back and is used. And then Harry uses this as such a great metaphor is mm-hmm. fucking in incredible incredible yeah. writing yeah uh, and, and just a, a great way and then i love um uh i can't remember the actor's name who plays slughorn like just like you know breaking is just please don't don't think less of me mm, like yeah. i was weak like i i beat myself right. up over this mm, and it's yeah. like it's just, not like he hasn't been keeping it because of like loyalty or like oh he right. wants Voldemort. it's because he's so scared of like what it's going to make people think about him right. and what the implications truly like he made a mistake and he mm-hmm. maybe, you know, well, even, what people are going to think is the truth. And he's maybe doesn't want that. Right. Well, right. even in, even in the real memory, he never came off to me. Like he, uh, purposely fucked anything up. He was the victim of that scenario. Yes. Like, I mean, you know yes what I mean? And no. I had, well, I think the most telling line was like, you don't even, uh, Harry, you don't know what he was like, even at a young age. Yeah. Yes. It's uh-huh. like, yes. Like being able to impose and you say, you you know, he what's in the flashback. They're like, oh, um, Tom Riddle says, oh, this person's retiring or whatever. And then he references, oh, you know, you know, so many things that you shouldn't mm-hmm. know, because I think he figured out, you know, um, to be read people's minds. Sure. So then oh. when you're talking to somebody, it's easily to be influenced them because you're reading their mind. Right. Mm-hmm. So you know exactly so what they're thinking. you know how to butter them correct, up. Correct, right? Yeah. Not just to butter them and up. And even like, what to say to threaten oh, yeah. it, kind of, without mm-hmm. without actually threatening. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm afraid this is... And then you say, and it's like, oh, shit, you know, stuff like that. Because, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, he's a master of... Oh, I was going to try and say the word, but I said not to. Manipulation? No. Yeah. starts with an L. Legitimacy? 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 Sure. Linguini? Mm. I really liked um, Tom Riddle. I, I like the kid. Whoa! I like that. He's a bad person, dude. I like that actor, He's Slytherin. You know. And I really like like the teenage version of him as well. Like the, mm-hmm. but teenage he's also did a good job. The he looked sucked, younger. <laughs> he looked younger than when we saw in Chamber of Secrets that flashback mm-hmm. as well. Yes. Like yeah. that, yes, that definitely. Tom Riddle. So I'm, I'm curious about how old Half Blood Prince Tom Riddle's flashback is supposed to be as opposed to Chamber of Secrets, Tom Riddle. I took it as maybe like second, third, or fourth year. Whereas uh, the one in Chamber of Secrets, I took it as more he was like fifth or sixth year. See, I think he might have been sixth or seventh year. But also I'm wondering like what what year Slughorn teaches. Because that also is a a difference. Because he had Mm -hmm. Slughorn as well. And I'm assuming that he teaches a different grade. Well, there's one potions master. Oh, is that the case? Well, I mean... Yeah, they, I've never heard them go. And our tertiary potion master this yeah. year will be. Mm-hmm. There's only a, like a limited right. amount of realistically. Okay, the number of students to the number of teachers. It's just because it's way off. Also true. Also <laughs> way true. Off. Yeah, that's that. That workload has got to be insane. But also, <laughs> you're like every year you learn a different level. So it's mm-hmm. just like. Yeah, I guess at this certain time, hey, we're teaching this advanced potion mm-hmm. versus okay, that's now back to, back to after lunch, I'm going to teach the, yeah. the second grade. Yeah, that's, that's what I figured. My, what I assume, but again, it doesn't match up with how many kids there are. Because mm-hmm. does Ravenclaw not have a potions teacher? Because it's like there's how many fucking kids in each one, which also bugs me. Of whenever I see the common room, commons room, and mm-hmm. it has like twenty people, how is there not a thousand people in here all the time? <laughs> yeah, there, how many common rooms are there? There's one. There's one. Exactly. exactly. So it's like, how is this not packed yeah. all the time? The big castle, man. 
People hang out in wherever they want. People hang out in the hallways. Not the common room. (laughs) (laughs) Other than Harry and the immediate people that we know around Harry. (laughs) Yes. Ron got drugged twice. That was in the same night. And OD sucks. Yeah, dude. (laughs) Rough ass night waking up. These girls are going to kill me. That's a good, another comedic. Mm, Yes. Yep. Like that, when you ask that question, it's really hard for me to choose because there's so many. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't write down like funny lines necessarily. I do. I do when they hit hard for me. Sometimes I do. Every once in a while I will. But like this one, like, yeah, there were, there were too many, but they were also, yeah, they were also just not just spread out, but they were also like perfect in the moment. Mm -hmm. Like you pull it out and you're like, well, it's funny because in reference to, you know, Mm -hmm. if you know all of this, I I, I feel like this is definitely one of the better built movies as well. Like just, Mm -hmm. yeah, front, front to back. I like I the Citizen Kane shot. Did you like the Citizen Kane shot from while it's raining outside through the window into wherever feel, it was we were looking? They've done that in other movies uh, uh, in Harry Potter 2, though. So I, I might Justin have missed Harry it in Potter this one. Huh? Ha. Just in Harry Potter 2. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was the one where Neville got... It was, it was the fourth one, Goblet of Fire. They did a shot, too, where there was like through the glass and into the raininess. Um, I just wasn't remember- that outside? It Wasn't that going from inside to outside? They probably did both. Anyway. <laughs> but no, they're cool. Every time. They're cool. I really like, uh, like, a, <laughs> like, speaking of early in the movie, when we're talking about um, Dudley picking on Harry and then Harry threatening him and no, no understanding the real mm-hmm. um, power of that. I loved when they were ditching the book and they open the cabinet. Oh, that another prop. I'll, I'll take that. Cabinet oh, the vanishing cabinet. Um, yeah. yeah. So, but yeah. they open it and the live bird flies out mm-hmm. and it's meaningless to them. And they're like, oh, that's so weird. Yeah. But in reality of how a massive, mm-hmm. massive that's meaning. That, yeah, like, that means what that success means. on the bad guys. Uh, right. Terms. And how big it is for Draco, especially because he's just recently he's like freaking out. He's breaking yep. down. And it's like if he was there, what that actually means yeah. to somebody else. And it question was of, oh, impressive. Uh, going off the vanishing cabinet. A question for you guys. When he sends the apple into it. And it comes back with a bite out of it. Is that is that implications that someone's on the other side waiting to see? If I don't they... think so. Yes, I think I disagree. I, I thought think... it was a fail the first times I saw it. I yes, I think it's sh- saying you didn't. It didn't send the entire apple back. See, that's what I thought the first times, oh. and then I, so and then I failed because you didn't get the whole apple back. Right? Because wouldn't that be immediate success? Yeah. But I, but that but the whole yeah. thing was he's trying to succeed. The apple was first, right. Then it was the bird, and the whole bird came back, but it came back dead. Dead. Yep. And then finally, See, the, I thought it was because the bird came back dead because they killed the bird. I totally I missed so. that. Yeah, I, I totally See, well, missed they, that. They, that makes such a yes, big they, deal to they me. They sprinkle some lines in there that like about the vanishing cabinets. Like it was popular when uh, Voldemort yep. was big. Yes, and that like. It gets dicey, though, because if you do it wrong, bad things can happen. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. Um, I was curious about what so, your yeah, thoughts were about the I apple. That's what I think. I think yes. it's when the apple coming back, the whole apple didn't come back. Right. So then I bounced know. onto the other side, too, where he was able to transport an inanimate object or non-live mm-hmm. object successfully. And someone yep. was on the other side, took a bite to let him know that it successfully could, made I, it there. I mean, I could see that, but I don't think... That's he, what I thought But I don't think yeah. Draco has, like, a relief, like, oh... It worked. Sweet. See, now, if, if it was that, mm-hmm. I, I guess the better technique, in my opinion, would have been, like, not cut it in half, but, like, you know, cut it in a weird way so, like, not the entire apple came back. I Something like that, because... I don't... It wasn't I, even a bite, either. They, somebody cut a piece out of it. Mm, it it wasn't looked a, like a bite. It looked like it, a bite to I me. don't think so. I, I believe it was a vertical cut. 
uh, a slice c- coming it out. It looked like the Apple logo to me. Like, oh, maybe not the Apple logo. Well, it, yeah. yeah, it has the no, curve. No, it definitely yeah. looked like the Apple logo. It looked logo like a curve me. out it of it. It definitely looked like, to me, okay. it looked I like I don't a remember bite. an even slice. Okay. So cool. Um, <laughs> uh, did you guys, when you watch this movie, did you get into the credits and watch a little bit of that and hear the music start? No. It was in the background, but I was not paying attention. Okay. It gets very jaunty and hap- like happy, like the older movies. Mm-hmm. Like, And I felt that was really weird because it ends on such a silent mm. and calm note. Yeah. And then it gets all just like happy Harry Potter. Mm. And I was like, that's a weird music choice for the credits. Hmm. Um, I don't remember. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It was super weird. I was but. asleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I wasn't paying attention at that point. Um, but I mean, I... In, in the only defense I can I can give is the credit scores usually kind of go in and out of things. Yeah, well, this one starts with the oh, happy. Oh, did it start yeah, with Because, like, literally the end of this one is, like, uh, the three of them, like, saying, we're going to go hunt mm-hmm. horcruxes together, and they're mm-hmm. looking off, and it's just a very somber moment. With Ho-Oh flying o- o- across yeah, the sky. And then, yeah, and then uh, cuts to credits, or, like, fades to credits, even. And then all of a sudden it does this happy, like the happy, I think it's the same music track that they used when they were at Fred and George's shop in uh, Diagon Alley. Really? And it was just very, like, it did not match the aesthetic to me. Another, yeah. another thing they cut out of the book, Harry gives him the money to start it. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, right. start, start I the... forget that Harry's rich. <laughs> well, he, <laughs> well he, won rich. It, he won it from the, he gave him the money from... The Tribal Tournament. Yes. yes. Oh, right. Because he didn't want it anyways. They made He's like, I made it, I have enough money. money. <laughs> it's insane to me that these people are like, no, no, no. You're fucking taking this. There's a dead kid. Like, I don't <laughs> want any of this. Right. Like, shut up. You're the champion. He, his <laughs> you ass won. Is dead. You won. <laughs> you, like, you please don't. And so, yeah, so he didn't want it. So he gave it to them. I don't know. I don't remember. I believe that technically kicked off their in school. Um, the store or whatever mm-hmm. not like the actual like location location yes i'm pretty sure it yes did. so then he got they got the the bulk and then um in the book they do the big swamp and big um getting kicked out and on the way out so that he can get into umbridge's office but in this mm-hmm. one they just walk in yep and then yep. surprisingly she's right behind him oh weird that's <laughs> the weirdest crazy it's just like, Oh my god, this is gonna be so dangerous. Let me just walk in like, <laughs> through was, the front door. Was anyone? Wa- yeah, was anyone watching? She at least caught hit, caught them yeah. on like double door or single door. Any of the doors? No hippie door, single door, double door, dead door. Ah, speaking of door. speaking of dead door, door not. Uh, what a yeah. fantastic scene! I remember watching this uh, in the theater for the first time, and mm-hmm. what a hushed crowd yeah. it was at that moment. Again, ninety nine percent of the people in that room knew what was going to happen and yet yep. still was such a powerful like nail-biting hold your breath moment and though i love 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 that the score was not there for it like it yeah. was just silent yep. and let all of like everything just play out fantastic mm-hmm. moment yeah it was game changing yes <laughs> it was emotional i mean it's just a well well fucking done movie it yeah. really is really like the way it's put together Yep. 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 Um last thing I, I think for me is like the reveal of Snape being the half blood prince was mm-hmm. not very grand in the movie. It was very quick. It was very quick and very anticlimactic. And I remember in the book it being such like a moment and like the revelation was like, holy fucking shit. But then in hindsight, it's like, of course he's the potions master, you fucking dumbass. Of course he would be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think in the book, because a book it was much more of like they were the book 
they were trying to figure out who it was much more than the movie, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a much bigger process of like, who is this? Yeah, investigation. Yes, and right. Stuff. And then and then it was, I don't, I'm trying to remember, I don't remember enough, but it feels like the scene kind of played out more or less the same book movie, but the feelings, I, I agree with you, mm-hmm. it was much more build up because yeah. of the effort that they put in to be like, oh, this person's last name is Prince. Could be this woman. No, it's a man, you know. Which yeah. was awesome. Mm-hmm. That was the whole. No, I can sense it's a man. Like, yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> I find it weird that Snape was so fucking good at potions, but he's like, God, I just don't want to do potions though. Because yeah. <laughs> he's so good at it, it's boring. What's, to him. what's so special about the dark arts? <laughs> I, it's not even like practicing it. It's just teaching it. Yeah, he's very passionate about teaching in general, which I think is weird. <laughs> it's a great school teacher. was where my life got made a living hell. I can't wait to be there. I can't wait to go back and teach. <laughs> teach the young kids. Make a real impact. <laughs> real negative impact. <laughs> he's getting results. God damn it. Technically true. Yep. Te- technically true. All right. Sweet. I yeah. Anything else? Looking at you. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. We can jump to grades. Gradings. Gradings. Damn it, man. Hoggy, hoggy, wart. Grady, grady, wart, wart. (laughs) What is... Yeah. Let's do that next time. Everyone memorize the song and you... in Everyone, learn the song. Uh When we come back, replace however you want the words with grades somehow. (laughs) <laughs> and then we all do a different part. somehow somewhere yeah we'll <laughs> all great. sing it in unison even though they might yeah. not be the same it won't be disjointed <laughs> at all don't yeah. fuck it up jeff <laughs> no promises anyways um you have yours brandon do you want to go you go first i'll go i'll go first in order the phoenix okay I, I i am in a struggle of it's it's so weird to me like the philosopher's stone and champ sorry i apologize uh sorcerer's stone <laughs> losers and chamber of secrets when th- we were talking about, like when I, when I graded these, I was like, this feels so appropriate. And now I'm looking at them like they're definitely not as well made movies. I enjoyed them a lot. And, mm-hmm. I, and also it's always difficult when we watch stuff with a critical eye versus when we just casually watch stuff to enjoy it. Cause when we casually watch stuff to enjoy it, I'm sure, you know, the first two would be up higher. And then I, it, but I'm not sure. But anyways, order Phoenix is in the realm of Goblet of Fire for me, where I'm in like the eights range. I don't know if I want to go above or below. I I think it gets a bump for me above Goblet of Fire, even though I'd probably go gob- watch Goblet first before Order of Phoenix, just because it the style the 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 style of movie and the the toad I don't love. So I don't enjoy watching necessarily, but Mm. order has so many more, so much better, like outside of that, of, you know, the wizard fight and some of the relationships that get built and like the ending and what it sets off, um, I think is extremely good and it gets a boost because of that. So like if I was solely on like emotional, I'd probably go under eight, but I'm going to go over eight and I'm going to go 8.25 for order finish just because there is a lot of outside of it. Like I understand it's definitely not as good as um, Prisoner or Half-Blood P- Prince, mm-hmm. but I'm giving it a little boost because it uh, it wasn't a shitty movie. Like it was still, I thought, a pretty good bit put together movie. And yeah. um, I personally love 
as we go, I love that they stack on top of each other and just one yeah. and this one and order Phoenix does have a lot, lot of history behind it that mm-hmm. makes things emotional and um, good. That yeah. was it. 8.25. Yeah. I mean, no, you like jumping off of a lot of your points. It's the same for me. Like there's a lot Get off my points. Oh, <laughs> damn it. Well, then I don't they know where to go from here. They can't support a human being. <laughs> the points are too thin. You break my points. I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> um, but no, I agree with a lot of it. And after our, like, you know, our discussions, like, yes, like the wizarding fight at the end with Voldemort and Dumbledore is probably one of my favorite parts from this movie. Um, and I do like the uh, added like exposition of things that they add into this movie as well. Um, bringing things closer and closer to the Deathly Hollows portion and wrapping it up. Um, but at the same time, I do in rewatching it, it did feel a lot slower paced to me compared mm. to the other ones um yeah it was uh so it is hard for me to place because there there are still things i like about it um but i think i'm gonna go actually i was thinking originally high sevens but i think i'm gonna go eight even wow um okay because i do like stuff here and i think you know the further we get into these movies it's been years since i've seen a lot of these I'm going to have to change a lot of <laughs> a decent amount of these ratings by the time we get to the very end of this franchise. Cause in correlation, I do like others more than others. And mm-hmm. um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just been hard for me to Sorry, write I these. Like that sentence. I do like others more than others. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You feel free to use it. Um, <laughs> Will do. License free. Yeah. So eight for order of the Phoenix. I did like the half blood prince more. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there was something with the writing, like there was a different writer from order of the Phoenix going into the half blood prince and the comedic elements hit uh, very well. The exposition was very, um, uh, done very well as, um, well as well. I'm just going to double up words today. (laughs) (laughs) Some things that were done well, were done well. Yes. Agreed. (laughs) Other things that were done well, were not done well. Yes. Um, yeah, no, it just felt like a very solid movie as things keep getting even closer mm-hmm. to the very end of this. So mm-hmm. um, I'm going to put this one higher than Order of the Phoenix. And I think I'm going to go, uh, I mean, based on my what I have Prisoner of Azkaban at currently, I think I'm going to have to match it at 8.25 for now. Okay. 8.25. That was for Half-Blood Prince? Yes. Yeah, because you did eight for the other yeah, one. Yeah, and like I said, pro- some of these are probably going to change. Yeah. Are you sure you like Harry Potter? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I do. <laughs> is, it, is it getting hot in here? <laughs> your highest continues to be 8.25. Well, I want, like, there's a part of me that wants to. Granted, your highest is also 8.25, but like, I imagine one of them is going to go up soon. Half Blood Prince, I legitimately want to put at like more of like an 8.5, but it looks like on paper, it looks like a disgrace to Prisoner of Azkaban then, because I feel like that one needs to be like 8.75 for me then. So That's like fair. I said, by the end of this franchise thing, I need to adjust some shit. I know. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure we'll do a little tweak because I kind of want to, you know, shift two down a little bit. Oh, not two, like number two, but like two of them uh-huh. that are paired in my right, mind. Right. I want to shift them okay. a little bit. Yeah, I'm going to have a huge a huge. I don't understand. I don't know what I'm going to do with Azkaban versus half Blood Prince, but I'll let Brandon go first. Um, yeah, so because <laughs> I, I still have to do my blood. I, I know. I, Jeff just went crazy. Jeff decided to do two ones. Fucking rogue. Oh Whatever. shit! Sorry, I forgot <laughs> about that. Worry. I just typed it in. That's why. I yeah, that like threw it. me off. I, I was know, looking I at them and I was like, "Oh, we already rated that mm-hmm. shit." I also um, typed in Brandon's my guesses. Oh, I can't wait. Let me see real quick. <laughs> oh, what did you do? <laughs> first? All right, so <laughs> I 
disagree about Order, Order of the Phoenix. I don't think it was that well done. <laughs> I thought it was pretty mediocre. I, I felt like it was disjointed and full of plot holes, even with it being based on, you know, a very lengthy book. Um, I just thought the exposition was garbage. Um, I thought that there were there were characters that came in and out and meant nothing. I thought that moments that, that were supposed to land just fell flat. The acting was not very good, in my opinion. I will give it that there were singular moments and interesting mm-hmm. shots here and there interspersed throughout. But as a whole, I thought it was by far the weakest of the franchise at the point. And that doesn't even mention like the CGI, I think is the, <laughs> the cheapest by far. Um, I just think it, it relies too heavily on its source material without being its own thing. Um, and I really fought with, uh, but, but you know, with my original rating. Yeah. <laughs> but after talking about some of the, some of the, you know, some, a couple of performances and some moments, I didn't bring it up a little bit more. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> so I think I'm struggling keeping it where it is, but I think I'm going to go six out of 10. On this one. Ooh. Oh, I that, didn't go low I enough. I thought he was going to go higher than your I know. guess. I went six. My guess was 6.5. And I, I had to look. I had to check. Wow. Um, Brandon's yeah. ratings for this franchise are like the, the old Matt ratings. <laughs> <laughs> like you guys flip flop for this new franchise. New, <laughs> new year, new Matt. <laughs> Everything's a 10. Fuck it. We're, the hell knows what's going on. We're taking the cap off. 11. <laughs> I'm going to get my average up. So Matt actually likes movies. That's what we I found am. out. He or does. just Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> that might be it. That might be it. Um, do you, whereas, and then you do, you can do Half-Blood okay, Prince. Okay, so for the Half-Blood Prince, I'll just do mine. complete 360. Whoops. I thought it was much more well put together. Um, full of comedy, full of horror, suspense, adventure, and mystery. I thought were were woven very well together. Um, I thought the acting was much better. The plot made sense, in my opinion. The story moved quickly, but didn't give you whiplash like I thought Order of the Phoenix did. Um, and it 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 built from what we already had, but also like pointed us in in a bigger direction, gave us more uh, of the of the interpersonal relationships and gave us much more of like the backstory with with um, Voldemort and Dumbledore like mm-hmm. I thought that was just it was interesting to watch um, mm-hmm. and honestly I thought that this one was a departure from from the book but with a nicer cleaner cut than what Order of the, of the Phoenix did mm-hmm. um, honestly I thought the uh, CGI was was pretty good throughout and it didn't rely too heavily on CGI like we were talking mm-hmm. about it was much more of a realistic realism approach to to everything Um so I think this one overall, I think I like this one the best. I think I'm going to go 8.75 on this one. Jesus. See, he's the new, he's the old you. <laughs> he's the new old me. The new old you. New which Brandon is the is old I know, you. right? I'm going to have, this is ridiculous. So, okay, 8.75 yeah. um, for Order of the Phoenix. Yeah. Man, I thought that was going to be, I thought. I mean, for Half-Blood Prince. Mm-hmm. For Half-Blood Prince, I yeah. definitely thought you were going to go higher than that. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's just, it, it wasn't... I don't know. It wasn't wasn't the best thing I've ever seen. And that's where my mm. nines are. Is like things that really blow me away. I think a lot blows you. So um, <laughs> I wish. Uh. <laughs> that's funny. Um, oh God. So my half blood prince. I'm torn because it it lines up with me so far. This one and Azkaban, uh, Prisoner of Azkaban, are my two favorites. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, it's not even a question. Um. And I'm torn because my Prisoner of Azkaban is nine flat. And putting this at 9.25 feels crazy to me. But I do think it is worth, like, I think it was, un, like, shot unbelievably. 
I thought, yeah, like we said, best acting so far to another mm-hmm. level. The shots were amazing. The writing I thought was great. The comedy um, that was inside of the deep stories and really like this huge start of an epic, epic two movie end that really like, you know, starts and puts you in an amazing place leading into these two end movies mm-hmm. because without this, the movies won't be the same, mm-hmm. but it is, you're just, you know, it's a whole story. And then it even ends in such a somber, which they don't do very like, you know, they don't do very often. Mm-mm. Yeah. I, th- I think this is the first one that really ends with like a really the de- lowest de- death and de- 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 Yes. Right. It's mm-hmm. the yeah. lowest, lowest that we've ever really done. And, and it's another thing that I like the prisoner Azkaban because it has a different type of story. Mm-hmm. We watch a third act a second time and it's mm-hmm. like a fake third act. And you don't yeah. really see that so often. So at the moment I'm going to go nine flat for half blood Prince. It's the right. same as prisoner of Ac- at uh, that one prisoner <laughs> Ask place, Ascapan. Um, so I'm gonna go Flip it. Flip nine flat right now. Um, just, I do. I I think it was, ex- uh, like outside yeah. of anything else, I thought it was a w- extremely well done movie. Mm-hmm. Personally, yeah, agree. And it gets nostalgia for it being Harry Potter, and it gets, you know, I I personally love when the movies bi- stack on top of each other, mm-hmm. and the ability that you've gone, we've gone through six movies so far, mm-hmm. and. I personally don't think there's any like real, real stinkers, um, but also just the layers of this world that we're up to and the depth of this world that we're up to. Yeah. And I fucking. The stakes are getting higher. Love yeah. stake. I do, I do mm-hmm. want to agree with, with those last two points was the stakes are getting raised, but not to the point where like, oh my God, how are we going to, you know. Uh, where are we going to go from that, this, right? yeah. Where are we going to go from here? I think mm-hmm. that, that this franchise does a great job of that. And I also agree with with Matt's point about how it they do build on each other in a really well done way. Mm-hmm. Like the movies themselves really do build on each other. Mm-hmm. It would be interesting if this is a standalone movie. Mm-hmm. You get to the end of this. It would be interesting if there, you know, there is no other movie. This is how it actually ends. It would be a very interesting, weird feeling. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and like you know, not excluding the fact that there's a bunch of storylines that they're building and building and building, but <laughs> sure. it was like a standalone movie. Sure. And it literally at the end, they kill the most pop, like the big pop, great, good guy. Mm-hmm. And then the movie ends with no resolution after right. that. Really. Yeah. And it kind of like, feels like the bad guys win. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I mean, also I feel a little bit incomplete too. It's like, all right, what's going to happen? Like yeah. that wasn't even yeah. our main thing. The right. biggest question is <laughs> right. what happens to these kids now? Yes. Yes. Right. And it, and it beautifully, beautifully mm-hmm. sets up. I like if it was real life, I can't fucking wait to watch this next movie because it's like Very I, true. I, I'm so excited. I've never been more amped to watch another movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I, have, I mean, up, but, up to this point, at <laughs> yeah. least with the franchise. Well, yes. I remember when these movies came out, um, when they released that it was going to be Deathly Hollows part one. You're like, holy shit. That means we got to wait like four more years for this entire thing to actually wrap up because I was expecting the last movie to be just a single last movie. To be it. Yep. And then yes. they announced. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And you're like, parts. oh, yep. damn. Like, oh, and, fuck. Yes. I'm going to make a prediction that. The lat part one and part two might be mirroring pretty hard Order Phoenix and Half Blood Prince for Brandon's ratings. <laughs> I have a feeling part one is going to hate it, and then part two is going to be amazing. Interesting. We'll see. We'll pa- see. Partly because it's part one. Part one, <laughs> um, which is understandable. I was thinking. Of, I was thinking about uh, why people like to binge TV versus watch like one. You know semi-long movie and it's i was thinking because there are cliffhangers right there's there's moments when you're like oh shit well i have to see where it goes from here like i have to know what happens next like tv does a really good job about that episodic tv does and 
I think the Half Blood Prince does exactly that. Is I like I got to see mm-hmm. what happens next. Like, where are we going totally. with this? And I think yep. that that is a great cliffhanger. Um, yeah, just rather than this. waiting a, a week, you gotta wait like a year or two. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes, fucking rough. Yes, we don't though. <laughs> yes, we, don't. we do not, and neither do you. In the future, we do not have to wait. You will be listening to this. The one future week. is now. <laughs> In one week, you will hear the conclusion of our fantastic franchise on. <gasps> Join us for the conclusion of Harry, Potter. Harry Potter's fantastic franchise. Sorry. Well, that's that was, the sound that bite. Cool. <laughs> that's absolutely the sound bite. <laughs> that was fantastic. No, that's that summarizes that. Yeah. So, uh, so stick around for that. Um, check us out on our socials. Uh, we're all over the place. We got Instagram. We got YouTube. We got Facebook. We got Twitter. We've got. Yeah, most we're finally on the streaming sites. I think so. I think Google. I think I just saw Google like podcaster going away or something. Anyways, oh, I didn't but know yeah. that. Well, yeah. So we're on Google. Like for platform. now, we're on Google. We're on <laughs> Apple. Think. We're on Spotify. We're we're all over the place. Yes, mm-hmm. we did finally get our YouTube set up. Um, by this point, well, that's when we're recording. By this point, there should be several videos out. Um, mm-hmm. So give us uh, some likes and comments over there. Send just us an a, email yeah. at watchedmoviespod at gmail.com. There's no excuse. It is everywhere. So <laughs> just fucking listen. Chill out. <laughs> exactly. Just put on the YouTube. And frankly, everyone, if you want to put on the YouTube and or any of them and just on a loop in the background and mute it. <laughs> Appreciate it. Thanks, yeah. Tuts. Or, you know, at the very least, send us a wave. I'm fine with that. These guys might not be, uh, and these oh, guys are. The Jeff, wave, Jeff. Matt. Get it because you're waving. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Sorry. I'll wave. And I am Brandon. <laughs> guys, thanks so much. Enjoy the movies, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.